Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide. Welcome in to episode number 240, the big 240 of the Talking the Line podcast on this absolutely beautiful Wednesday of bets, also known as, so you don't have to check your calendar for the first time today, March the 9th in the year 2022. Can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by, catch a wave of nothing but positivity, good vibrations and energy here with the TTL crew. But before we can tap into all of that, please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. Hey, if you're watching on YouTube, you might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping from the crew for the first time here. Like the Wise Words podcast at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time uh, for the first time, that shameless plug of the day. I'll be plugging that plenty along as the show rolls on today. But if you are watching on one of our social media platforms, make sure you hit that like button, that follow button, there so you never miss any of our additional social media content or if you are listening to the show on your favorite podcast directory make sure you hit that subscribe button there too if you haven't already as we do release the audio of every episode after each live show is complete Next item up on the docket, you can be so kind, you can find it in your heart to do so. Hey, while you're watching today's show, maybe hit that other like button. Leave us a comment, leave us a rating, jump on over yonder in the live chat if you are watching live. We'd love to connect with you guys live here on the show. Or hey, maybe send it, uh, or not send it, uh, well hit that share button and then send it on over to your friends, uh, enemies. I'm all over the map. Hit that share button. Send it on over to your brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers, aunts, uncles, friends, enemies, neighbors, people who live on the opposite side of the damn globe as you, but you would refer to as a good old-fashioned ticket cash and degenerate because that's what we are here at the TTL pod and we can't thank you enough when you do all of those things because it only helps us make TTL sports media bigger and better for each and every one of you last certainly not least in this morning's formalities head on over down air to this episode's description where you locate the talking the line link tree within that link tree you will find the talkingtheline.com website all of the TTL crew social platforms and our additional content so you can consume all of that jazz in one convenient location however and whenever you please.
ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people joining us for episode number 240 of the Talking the Line podcast. I am your humble, honored, hyped, and always handicapping host Colton Capping Colt Sroka, and I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by, hang out with me and my partner, get some picks, get some insights, some analysis, and most importantly, dive into more rabbit holes than we will all be able to keep track of together. Now, speaking of that aforementioned partner, it's time to get on your feet Put your hands together because he joins me now live in prime time. You know him around these parts as the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend, and you better bet your bottom dollar every day of the week and 10 times on Sunday, the TTL Cruise resident Southsider, and now goodness gracious, the cheddar is rolling out of his ear holes, the TTL Cruise resident Cheesehead Faithful himself, Mr. Riley, R. Max. Magnuson. Partner. How you doing over there today, pal? Oh, baby. I uh, Yeah, the cheese is uh, smelling nice uh, coming out of the fridge this morning, dude. I, uh, I'm i feeling solid over here. It is uh, a beautiful Wednesday. Uh, yeah, broke the news yesterday live on the show, dude, as far as uh, he's coming back. We don't know uh, as far as what the money is. Uh, I know all these uh, news stations are still rolling with the $200 million despite Pat McAfee and the, sword, the horse's mouth himself saying, hey, that's not true. I didn't do sure, that. Uh, sure, I'm coming sure. back, but that's wrong. And everyone's like, oh, yeah. well, eh, Shefty said, uh, Rappaport's said but uh nonetheless nah. Nah. he's coming back dude so i'm feeling good and uh aside from that wild uh, another wild day of basketball yesterday another wild day of basketball starting at about 20 minutes over here dude uh so i uh it, it's about christmas time here in uh in sports world if you uh do say so yourself you know what i mean it's time for the madness, baby. I, uh, I'm i loving every second of it, man. I, I got uh, action on every screen possible at, at every moment possible. I got uh, this monitor, that monitor, this monitor over here. I got a TV behind this curtain. I got a TV out there where we're just constantly oh. staying up to date with what's going on with the yeah. madness. So uh, that all being said, hell of a slate yesterday. Not too terrible from the TTL crew. What do you say we uh, recap all of it from yesterday, huh? Yeah, let's go ahead. All right. So my friends. Let's take a quick trip back to the future as we recap all of the TTL crew's best bets of the day from March the 8th, 2022. Okie dokie. Uh, partner, I'll let you have the floor again. Get it off your chest. Whatever you got to do, scream, yell, beat the damn mess out of your desk <sighs> over there. Uh, what do you got to say for your Pacers and your Pelicans? Uh, yeah. Uh. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's about what I got to say, uh-huh. dude. Brandon, yep. I don't know that yep. I would have changed, but uh, I guess it's about that time. Uh, seemed like this year about that same time. Maybe we got to pull back the reins on the early morning NBA betting because this Maybe. late afternoon NBA injury announcement that uh, nobody was privy to by any means, and it doesn't seem like the books were privy to it by any means either, is uh, coming down about three, four, five o'clock in the afternoon. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buyer yeah, yeah. beware in the early mornings, apparently. I uh, don't know that would have changed it anyways, but obviously the best player on the floor would have probably helped both ends of the floor. And the Pacers, man, I tweeted it out. I don't know what I deserved, uh, what I did to deserve that type of roller coaster as far as Yikes. 90% looking like they're covering, 10% looking like they're covering, back to 90% taking a lead with a minute left, and uh, ended up with a nice little push. So, uh, you know, short memory. I'm, uh, I'm doing all right. I'm feeling good. But, uh, yeah, it was a rough one last night. I like that, but might I might I add why I may think that 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 happened to you? Ah, uh, no, 
Okay. All right. Then I won't <laughs> no. say it. Fine. Fine. Kidding. No problem. Ahead, no problem. Uh, dude, been standing on the mountaintops just saying, fuck the Pacers. Fuck the Pacers. Fuck the Pacers. And then they did that, that shit to you left, right, side. Well, yeah, yeah it was. was in my head, too. No, no, no. It that's was probably before. what I did. It was before yesterday's game. But, hey, that's okay. No problem. No harm. No foul. It's part of the damn game we play, my friend. You're all good. I know you're coming back today with the damn vengeance. Uh, for me, 2-1 and one on the day. I am now 9-3 and three since Sunday, catching fire right into March Madness time right now jacksonville plus two and a half please my friends ah let me take a moment of silence for everything the jacksonville dolphins have done for us as a program this season thank you very much thank you dolphins we appreciate the hell out of you man oh i was still confident in the plus two and a half I was still, I mean, I was confident in One them last. boys, man. Yeah, yeah, do your thing. Uh, <laughs> well, nah, I, I didn't realize, so we didn't talk about it, but Bellerman, I didn't realize they did, weren't eligible. I thought it was like they did. They had some sanctions. They did some bad recruiting practices. I didn't realize that they've only been in D1 for a couple of years, and they're not eligible because of that transition, which is a oh. clown show in my opinion, man. Yeah, that's I mean, kind of fucked. I mean, you have that expect the expectation that it's going to take them a few years, but if they turn it around and figure it out, then let the kids play. Let them get in the dance, dude. I yeah, mean, right. what? I didn't realize that was a full situation over there. Yeah, I didn't either. Uh, that's, uh, well, that's a little something. The more you know. Uh, Boston College minus two. After a little bit of a early first five oh. minute sweats, they pretty much uh, pulled away with that one. And then Delaware sweated out all the way to the end and then uh, ended up winning by four. So no problem, no harm, no foul there. Told you everything that happened did. Uh, two for Tuesday parlay above us. I ended up playing Quinnipiac plus two and a half on the side. A couple of people hit me up like, hey, you really like Quinnipiac that much? I was like, yeah, I'm playing it straight too. They played it, shot out. That bad boy hit. Dallas, Nashville, they tried to do the classic uh, third, period. third period. Let's put a million <laughs> goals in. We needed maybe two, maybe one, two, or three would have been excellent within the first and second periods. Just in the first and second periods. It didn't need right. to be all in one, but... No. Yeah, that got us. Uh, speaking of one and one, uh, money line dice yesterday. The Ryder Broncos, uh, which Mags is petitioning to change the name of that mascot because it's total bullshit <laughs> in his opinion. Uh, Ryder money line is a big W, but the under no siree Bob steamed Damn. over. So now my friends on the week OTW one and three for the money line dice. If you can do some simple maths from zero and two yesterday. Uh, so we got another hell of a matchup. We're going to be lacing up, or not we, the Moneyline Dice are going to be lacing up their hockey skates. Those are some baby skates. I don't know where we're going to find those, but we'll find them. No problem. Don't you worry. Uh, they have a hockey game on uh, on in their sites here today as far as the role that they're going to do. So stay tuned for that. Uh, we'll get into all of that, but that is yesterday's best bets of the day. Partner, anything you got to say in closing in regards to those, my man? As far as those are concerned, no. I mean, NHL can't win them all. You were uh, you were helping us out, getting yeah. uh, getting us hot, but uh, yeah, can't win them all, dude. Can't win them all. It's bushly. It's bushly. All if, right. Uh, you uh, know, if that type of trend <clears throat> happened every single time, this shit would probably be a little bit easier. So they got to throw you a little sure. wrench in there every once in a while. You know sure. what I mean? Sure. Most definitely. Most definitely. That's kind of what uh, happened with my Jacksonville play yesterday. I think yeah. we would have gone three and zero. So sure. it's okay. No problem. We go three and zero today. Uh... Let's see here, my friends. Uh, up on tap today, partner, you got three best bets of the day coming at the kind of people tuning in. Yes, sir. Two college, one NBA. All right. I got three, as per usual. All three of them are college basketball, two mid-major plays. One of them does tip off in but a short hour and 47 minutes from now. Uh, the matchup between the LaSalle Red Hawks and, or no, the LaSalle Explorers and the St. Joe's Red Hawks. I apologize. Uh, we'll be talking about that one here quickly. 
But that'll be the second segment of the day. Third segment of the day, we got the double special play, Wednesday Warrior, the Wednesday parlay pop-off. The Warrior is an NBA team, and the pop-off is paying out just over 6-1 to one odds, about plus 601, 603, wherever you're looking at it. And then we'll recap all those, get into the aforementioned Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day, Washington Capitals, Edmonton Oilers. Uh, we'll tell you all about that in detail, or my partner will, rather, once we get to that spot. And then second half of the show, we'll let the train fall completely off the tracks. We'll dive into rabbit holes. We'll uh, we'll go on scoofling along the rest of the uh, the show here and see what the hell kind of uh, nonsense we can turn up from some of these, uh, these these rocks that we flip over on the second half of the show. So I'm looking forward to that Wild Card Wednesday. You know the drill. If you've been tuning in, you know what you know what the hell's coming. So. Without further ado, uh, Mags, before we dive deep into it, anything else uh, you got? I missed any late breaking news before we get in the first half of the show. Talk everything best bets of the day. Uh, only late breaking news. John Rothstein, according to him, uh, USC's, USC's Andy Enfield signed a contract extension through 20, 2027 and 2028 Oof. season. Oof. Uh, and he was, I, I didn't know this, but apparently he was a prime candidate for the old uh, vacancy at Maryland. So uh, that would have been a huge swing for them. But uh, eh, why not stay over in uh, sunny Cal- Southern California? Because he hasn't there. been he with you. Like- he hasn't been with USC that long, though, right? Uh, so he came. That Three was. Uh, he went from Florida Gulf Coast. I think it was directly after their their year that they had. Was done. it so really? He's been, there, he's been there for a handful of years, wow. and it took a few years to get it off the tracks. He, I think he was on the hot seat a couple times, and now I think it's like everyone's realizing, uh, you know, who he is again because they've been really right. successful the last couple of years. Right. So I think he's 100%. been there six, seven years. Wow. Okie dokie, Artichoke. Nice well, though. the more you know, nice extension for sure. That's a whole bunch of years. Who knows what the hell's going to be going on in 2027, 20, 28. Hopefully I'm still sitting next year to you. Who knows? I could walk outside and get hit by a bus or something. You yeah. know, this is this world's wild out here, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Be careful. Mind your T's and P's while you're out in this crazy space. Uh, I didn't mean to get dark and morbid there. I'm usually oh, not no. that kind of guy, but just trying to, <laughs> hey, fucking be careful out there. This is a crazy fucking world we're living in here nowadays. Uh, that all being said... Let's get out of that rabbit hole. Let's get the good vibes flowing. Let's get the positivity pumping. Without further ado, flipping the screen. Getting the ticker rolling. The ticker t-t-ticking, if you will. And without further ado, it's time for the first segment of the first half of the day. Our mags, best bets of the day. Before we dive into that, I ask all of you to lift oh. your mugs up high. Oh, shit. To me. To you, to all you beautiful people, sipping the black elixir gods on this gorgeous Wednesday of bets. Take your sip, and I'll be right back to kick it off. Oh, baby. Okay. Oh, child, please. Partner, let them rip, let them have it. And as always, you have the floor. Dude, a little overnight. Uh, st- we didn't realize we ran out of coffee beans. Uh, 8.30 last night. It was uh, it was a business decision. Do I want to walk 10 minutes to the old store or a uh, little overnight Starbucks action? Bad boy was at the door by the time I woke up this morning, dude. How about clutch? That's not too dude? shabby. That's not too shabby. <laughs> I uh, I got some espresso pump in here today, dude. Oh, okay. Full cup okay. of espresso. Some AK-47. Right. Shout out Black Rifle Coffee Company. That Sounds is intense. Some- yeah, it's Sounds got me. <laughs> it's got me going. I love it, dude. Uh, yeah, okay. like a, okay. it's like a circus. Intense. Ah, ah okay. Ah. All right. Here we go. Let him rip. Let him have it. Partner. You have the floor. Uh, all righty. I uh, won't be laying down those types of jokes over here if that's what you're uh, expecting. Uh, that'll be uh, here in about 10, 15 minutes. What's that supposed to mean? I don't know. I'm just saying. You maybe won't, I'm the, you're not maybe I'm get, the jester. I'm, maybe I'm the circus no, clown. 
Oh, that's okay. I just don't have. I, it was a, more of a compliment. <laughs> uh, I don't have the entertainment to bring uh, as far as that aspect of it. But hey, no. I've got three plays today. I'll uh, I'll kick it off with the NBA and uh, and get on with the old uh, the old March Madness conference tournament plays here. Uh, first play up. Uh, Shield your eyes, friends and family. Uh, I am fading our Chicago Bulls today. Uh, said the other day. Uh, I, might see be the last time. I see red. I see red. What hey, the fuck? Hey, hey. Big spread. I'm uh, I'm still there's a nice little window of uh, of uh, of positive where it can land in uh, my betting favor and my heart's favor. So I'm uh, hoping for that. But uh, I'm taking the Pistons plus five and a half here at home in Detroit against our Bulls. Handful of reasons, partner. I mean, the whole world knows now that the Bulls are kind of scuffling, but what they still haven't. Uh, what's scuffling? Scu- sorry, what am I? What was wrong with me? What are um, you doing? I don't know what I'm doing. I'm scuffling apparently over here. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> um, but the uh, the main thing that they know is this Bulls team is struggling against the top teams in in both conferences. Some of the top teams, and they take care of business against these lower level teams. Against the spread, even before this last uh, week or so, it wasn't really that case. And especially on these spreads in a situation like this, I don't think we've got the spot here tonight. This Pistons team is greatly improved, man. And contrary to February, when Demar Rosen was dominated every game, scorching hot. I still love our boys, and he can still take care of business, but he's not dominating these games like that. And when they run into a team that's playing good defense to match it up well lately, it's been a bad recipe because their defense, without these guys that I've talked about ad nauseum, they'll be coming back soon, but they ain't back yet. It's been a huge recipe for disaster, and this Pistons team is arguably one of the hotter teams in the league, not not even just against the number, but they're 6-2 and two to the uh, straight up the last eight against some really solid teams. So it's not just covering some of these spreads. They've been winning these games outright. They're 4-0 last four on one day's rest as well. A lot of trends that you obviously know because they're smoking hot. I, I saved, uh, spared us on that because everyone knows. But they're 4-0 last four on one day's rest, 4-0 last four versus a team with a winning straight up record. And the Bulls, 2-6-1 and one last nine on the road. It's been rough away mm. from home uh, against a number of large part for the season, but especially lately. And 1-3-1 and one last five versus a team with a losing home record. So like I said, they've obviously been scuffling. Everyone knows they've been scuffling against the uh, the best teams in the league. But against the number here, uh, especially on the road here, it's been rough as well. So give me the Pistons plus 5.5. I'm going to be hoping for a Bulls straight-up win and a cover from the Pistons to uh, appease both my wallets and my hearts. But uh, give me the Pistons plus 5.5 to kick it off. Do your thing over there, brother, man. Uh, something in my heart tells me that we have gone to the well with the Pistons one too many times. I love everything you're saying, the trends, everything, all, all, of, it, all of it, all of it, all of it, all of it. Last one for you, you, last one for me was the time before. But this one, this one, this one for you, going to the pay window. I get involved, I get involved, it's mushtacular. It ain't fucking, it ain't mushtacular, pal. Hey, look. Hey, I've been the wave. Gotta... This isn't a situation where I feel like I'm jumping in because it's, oh, look how hot they've been. I've been riding the wave, so i got to continue riding the wave. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I dive in with you once again. It's going to be mushtacular, bro. Fair I'm not enough. letting it happen. CC Talking the Line Podcast 2022. Uh, that all being said, Max, first best bet of the day. Hope you got it hammered in already on your favorite book. Partner, what is uh, Numerel Dose? All right, number two. I'm uh, going to another... Uh, uh, not heart play, but uh, a, a conference that has my heart, obviously. Ah. I'm going to the mm-hmm. Big Ten tournament. Uh, taking the Penn State Nittany, Nittany Lions, excuse me, on Mouthful. the spread here. Uh, this one is in Indianapolis, obviously neutral site court. Uh, minus three and a half for Penn State. A uh, handful of things here. Uh, as far as stylistically, nowhere comparable to yesterday's game as far as that Boston College pick game. But what I do think is comparable is that you have two bad teams where one of them is starting to play really well and winning some games and competing against the best teams in the conference, much like 
like Boston College was yesterday. And you have a Minnesota team much like Pitt. Again, totally stylistic, not comparable at all, but a bad team that is still continued to play bad and is uh, seemingly looking to get this season over with, much like that Pitt team yesterday. So. Uh, the biggest uh, thing to alleviate here, I- I've seen a few people taking Minnesota and it's the three-point shooting they have versus this Penn State defense's uh, three-point shooting defense. Minnesota has a really solid three-point shooting team, 37% on the season. Last meeting between these two teams uh, wasn't Penn State. 67-46 to 46 win for Penn State, and Minnesota shot exactly their average, 37%. So it really does, and it really doesn't matter to me that they might they might even shoot 50%. They've done it before against Penn State. But they do not rebound at all. They do not get any second-chance points. This Penn State team is going to take care of all of the glass rebounds on both ends of the floor, and they're going to slow the pace way down and get them out of their comfort zone here. And away from uh, away from Minnesota is really the key for me here. Minnesota, the only time they've really had any type of value has been in the old barn, and that's not where we're going to see here today. Penn State, 4-0 last four, following a straight-up loss. So in, uh, they, in the bounce-back spot, they've been really solid to the number. 4-0-2 has six neutral site games, man. 4-1, and 1, last five to the number as a favorite. So even in the rare spot where they've been a favorite, they've been pretty damn profitable. And Minnesota on the flip side, 16-34, and 16-34-1, and last 51 versus a team with a losing straight-up record. 2-5, and five, last seven as a dog. 3-8-1, last 12 on Wednesday. And 1-4, and four, last five following a straight-up loss. They have not been a good bounce-back team all season. Uh, the favorite between these two teams is 5-0 and oh, the last five meetings. And Minnesota has not beaten Penn State outside the state of Minnesota since 2018. So, again, when you get them in the barn and you get these teams in the barn, uh, Minnesota might be the side. But anywhere else, it just isn't that case. I think they're going to be ready to uh, get the bus rolling and uh, head to the offseason and move on from the season. I've got the Nittany Lions minus three and a half today, my friend. I think that one time the 4-1 ATS as a favorite for the Nittany Lions was the one time that I decided to back them as a favorite. The one? So I yeah, no, I'm positive. <laughs> Saturday, the minus six. You remember the spot? It's a minus six. I guarantee you it was one of the last fives. A minus six on a Saturday, somewhere in that ballpark or whatever. We faded them. I know I faded them for sure, and they fucking handled business left, right, and center. I just know one of the last fives I when I, I I backed them as a favorite is one of them. So <laughs> I uh, I love everything you're saying. I yeah. and. And I guess not even really pushback. I guess just like a question mark in my head. Like with with Minnesota being away from the barn, is it really with this not being at Penn State? I mean, this is in Indiana. Like this is you know. I mean, it's kind of in the smack dab middle of the the state. For or sure, the United States, essentially. Right? So I, right. I don't know. So essentially, it was, it's uh, uh, it's more of uh, fading Minnesota anywhere other than in Minnesota, as opposed to this you know okay. buying into Penn State. That aspect of it specifically was more so just okay. I don't think Penn State or Minnesota is going to do anything outside of Minnesota. For sure. Um. I might take some coaxing to get me all the way in the boat and help you roll this one gently down the stream because I really truthfully honestly believe that one time in the last five they were favorite is the one that I backed them and they've missed. I think this one's fair to monitor the money and see how this one moves for sure. For sure. I still just felt really confident in it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I, yeah, I trust your opinion when it comes to Big Ten shit. I... It's like throwing darts at a wall when it comes to Big Ten for me, so I know you know what you're talking about. So there you go. There you have it, my friends. Penn State minus three and a half. Partner, how about the third and final? Third and final, number two college basketball play. Going to the Big 12 Conference, my other favorite conference to bet on this season. And uh, I am taking uh, the Kansas State Wildcats minus two here. Uh, the de facto home team, obviously not the home team. This one is neutral. Uh, these teams are pretty overly or evenly matched. Almost said overly matched. Uh, these teams are pretty evenly matched here. But I give the edge to Kansas State, as do the lines, obviously, on a neutral court here. 
the biggest thing for me, man, uh, you know, to uh, kind of uh, separate these teams as far as how evenly matched they are. I don't know what word I was searching for there. West Virginia just doesn't travel well. Doesn't matter if it's home uh, or away, neutral site. They have, they're two and one straight up on a neutral floor, but it's Clemson and Elon wins over Clemson and Elon. Not really anything that's impressive to me. Lost to Marquette on a neutral floor as well. They have one straight up win uh, away from West Virginia, aside from those two two, two neutral site uh, games. So obviously this isn't an, isn't an away game. But aside, outside of West Virginia, much like that Minnesota team, even more so in West Virginia's case, they do not fare well outside of West Virginia. That one win on the road this season was UAB, uh, not a very, uh, not a Power Five opponent. Obviously, UAB is solid, but this team does not travel well at all. And contrary to them, K State has traveled really well against the number combined away and neutral site games. They are ten and four to the number, man. When you get them at home, they've actually been a really overvalued team, but they continue to be undervalued uh, when they travel anywhere outside of their home gym. So I think that's really going to be what matters here tonight, man. And West Virginia, another team that has been scoofling, scoofling, scoofling all season long. They had some success early, early part of the Big 12 season, especially at home, uh, but the wheels have fallen off. And K-State, uh, you know, if you look recently, it obviously hasn't been. They've been scoofling themselves for sure, but it's against some of the best teams in the Big 12. Really tough opponents that are uh, playing for a lot more than they are. And I think K-State still has a lot of heart to play with, uh, as opposed to West Virginia. They just don't seem uh, to be in that same spot. So a few trends, and then I'll be done with it. K-State, 5-1-2, last eight versus a team with a losing record. 4-1, last five on neutral site games. Uh, so that is a nice favorable spot there. 6-2-2, two two, last 10 following an ATS loss. Uh, so when they fail to cover, they've been a solid bounce-back team. West Virginia against losing teams, 8-17-1, last 26. 5-11, last Ooh. 16 overall. Just the last 16 games in a row, overall, it's been rough. And 3-11, last 14 as an underdog. Things have not been going well lately. And 1-5, and last uh, last six following an ATS win. So even when they do get that win in the, in the win column over there, like they just did it uh, has not been followed up very nicely so I think this is the uh, standalone game for the Big 12 today and uh, I think K-State's gonna roll our band Bruce Weber is gonna have them ready to rock they've been uh, they show up to this conference conference tournament ready to play and I think that's what we see here today give me the Wildcats up Kansas State minus two you know I love my cats more than anything um, it, it looks like Obviously, we're going to talk about this play later. Obviously, I'm in the boat on this player. I, I wouldn't have, we wouldn't have backed it in this other spot. But it just feels like such a, a public. All the experts are coming out of the woodworks and saying, "Oh, West Virginia's been so shit all year long." Plus two? Are you kidding me? Kansas State's going to hog wallop them. And like, I get the travel, I get all of that shit. But it's just like, it's March. It's March. I don't know. I don't know. That's just, that's just where my head goes. But I love what you're saying. I, I absolutely love what you're saying. I you know Bruce I love Weber my cats. Team in March, that's what though. I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And I, I just don't know. If it backs off a little bit, because it's got a little bit more aggressive publicly since we've been talking. And if it backs off a little bit, like I think it will, I'm cool with it. I'm not worried For about sure. it at all, man. And, and obviously, sure. we'll talk about it when we get to the special plays again. Yeah. But I, if, if I'm going either of you two, I'm a lot more comfortable yeah. with, with <laughs> the cats for sure. And this West Virginia team just hasn't had an edge to them that yeah. they usually have with Huggins all season long, man. No, and I really no, think 100%. it's uh, I think it's gonna show again tonight. Hundred percent. I agree with you, my man. All right, well, there you go. All of our mags, three best bets of the day, two from the college hardwood, one from the NBA partner. Anything else you need to relay? How about that? I'm a poet. I didn't even know it. <laughs> uh no. I think I'm all set over here, my man. Okie doke, artichoke. Well, then without further ado, it's time to flip the screen. It's time to hit the old ticker. It's time for my 
best bets of the day okay you know the drill i gotta get the old monitors flipped here okay you guys are over there the old notes are up here the mid-major king has entered the chat hey partner you, you you know the drill i do an a10 annihilator a day keeps the doctor away bay bay here at 12 p.m central standard time the saint joseph's red hawks tip off against the lasalle explorers and i say this is one of the most fugazi lines on the entire damn slate We're taking the lasalle explorers plus two and a half my friends um honestly line jumped off the screen at me how well lasalle has handled business against st joe's this uh season now put a pin in that they have met twice already we'll be back to it a little bit later on in the analysis but the rabbit hole that really really got me uh, uh down to trying to make a play on this one was the line movement now St. Joe's opened at uh, three and a half. They're currently sitting at two and a half. Despite the last time I looked, the line was frozen with them getting 66% of bets and 62% of money on that two and a half. So it is not going up. It's not moving. It's not becoming any more aggressive, especially with one of the standalone games. You really need to see that when there's a public side and you're simply not. So I think it's a setup uh, for St. Joe's here today. And uh, I also think it's a setup because everybody loves the hawks and if you tune into this show in any capacity you know when everybody zigs i zag baby so we're zagging to the lasalle explorers they're simply the hotter team right now three and two straight up three one and one against the number they are two and one against the number as plus one to plus two and a half dogs on the season so far You'll know why I mentioned that, mentioned that here in just a second. Um, but I believe they are uh, going to be really solid here today because all season long, you know, I've been watching the A-10. We got a doggone saying on the show for it for crying out loud. LaSalle has just been really solid against these small numbers and they've struggled against the big numbers. Whether they're dogs or favorites in those exact situations, they have been so good against these small numbers. And I think that continues because... St. Joe's is inconsistent at best in this spot. 0-2 against the number as a 1-2.5 to point favorite this season. 2-4 against the number as a 2.5 point dog to 2.5 uh, point favorite so far this season. So that spread there as well. So they're terrible in this spot, and they're not hot at all. 1-4 straight up, 2-2-1 two, two against the number in their last five games. And if you want to put your bankroll on that, go right on ahead. But we will be hanging out over here on the uh, Explorers. Now, quickly... Pull the pin out. Uh, a couple key closing thoughts here. The two meetings between these two teams. The first one was in January the 17th. LaSalle won 75-64 and covered as a seven-point road dog. And then they became a one-point home dog on the second meeting on March the 2nd, 2022. You tuned into this show. I told you to back St. John's. No, no, no. This is not a spread or a fade of that spread or a fade of that play or whatever I was doing there. No. I purely think LaSalle has St. Joe's numbers. What happened in that game, my friends, if you didn't watch it, if you didn't bet on it with me, the uh, the Explorers were up by about 22 points, and they put in their third string team. The season's pretty much over for them. They had seeding locked down. They really didn't need the game, and they had the game literally ripped out from underneath them, and all of a sudden, they said, well, we got to win this game. So they put the first string back in, shut it down, won at 49-48. They covered as one-point home dogs. I don't think it's going to be that sweaty, that electric. I think it's going to be an absolutely nuclear power plant of a game for sure to get things tipped off in the A-10. But I think that no problem. We uh, cover the plus two and a half with the potential of the Salg and another outright win, their third outright, outright win. Try saying that five times fast <laughs> against the St. Joe's Redhawks. But hey, you don't believe me for the first time today. Believe the trends.
LaSalle, 5-2 and two ATS, last seven versus 18 with a winning straight up uh, record or percentage rather below 400. So they played really, really well against the bad teams, bad teams in conference especially. 5-2 and two ATS, last seven falling straight up win. St. Joe's, 15-33-1. How's that for your sample size over there, partner? Uh, their last 49 following an ATS win. Here's another one for you, partner. St. Joe's, 1-7 straight up, their last eight versus an A-10 opponent, yet they're favored by two and a half points here today. I'll let you do with that information what you please. Two and four against the number. Their last six Wednesday games played off of their home hardwood. And LaSalle, five and two straight up and against the number. Last seven meetings with St. Joe's. Yes, they have had multiple outright wins as puppy dogs. Give me all of the LaSalle explorers for the A-10 Annihilator a day that will keep the doctor away for my first best bet of the day. I like my man. I uh, I think I'm in the boat with you. I those situations. I really like those situations where you laid it out for us, where the mm. box score doesn't tell the full story by any means, sure. and one team dominated them for however long, and then something weird happens, and then it's a box score game. And it's a one point game, right? I like those box situations score. a lot, and uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna be back with you. One knee's here today. I know you wanted to put it on the old parlay pop off, but ah. uh, we wouldn't have been able to clip it up, do all that stuff. So I we got another one we can talk about. Not this next one, but it'll be the third one. So. Second best bet from your boy coming here today. We're calling this one the Conference USA Crusher because after we annihilate all the books, we're just going to crush them all and bring them straight to their knees. Now, this line jumped off the screen to me too because I've backed the 49ers in this exact spot multiple times this year and they have smacked me in the mouth. My partner can attest to that. He's seen it happen to me. He's backed them with me one of those times and it does not feel good. I don't feel like getting killed again today and I think it is a setup and a half. I will not be fooled again, but I'm telling you, my friends, there's a little bit more to it. Line movement, once again, or maybe lack thereof in this uh, particular case, the line opened at Charlotte minus two and a half, and it is completely frozen at two and a half, not going anywhere, not going up, despite Charlotte getting my, uh, getting uh, the goodness gracious, Charlotte minus two and a half, getting 82% of bets and 58% of money. It's actually ticked up a little bit since then too. More of a public side. I am not buying it with zero line movement. That is a setup, 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 setup. My friends do not buy into Charlotte being favored in this spot. They might be four and one straight up three and two ATS in their last five. But don't you think the line should be higher if they really are that hot? Oh, wait, they're 6-4 and four straight up, 5-5 five and five ATS in their last 10. They simply just had a little nice streak to close out the season. They're being overvalued as hell here today, and I think they come crashing back to earth with potentially a uh, little loss here, bounce out early in the A-10 tournament. But hey, 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 we'll take all the points the books are willing to give us because one final closing thought here on Old Charlotte, they're coming off of back-to-back uh, -back wins, and uh, anytime they've done that this entire season, they followed it up with an immediate loss. I love for that trend to continue once again, especially against Rice. That's one and five or one and four straight up, two and three against the number in their last five games overall. So, again, don't you think this line should be higher? Three and seven straight up and against the number their last ten games overall. Don't you think this line should be higher? I certainly do. I'm still thinking it's a setup. I am not going to sit here and tell you that it's not going to be a sweaty affair. If you put your bankroll on this, you better get ready to sweat your nuts off. But I will also tell you, or your tatas off if you are a young lady betting with us as well. But I will tell you, they uh, are going to handle business and they're going to get a cover for us at the bare minimum, if not a sick, nasty, outright win. Um, 
One final key closing thought here, or a couple key closing thoughts. Um, Rice has complete ownership over Charlotte um, over the course of just years and years and years and years. And the teams have actually already played this year. And I think we're getting a little bit of overvaluation because of Charlotte. They've only played one time this year, but they played a lot over the course of the last few seasons. This year, Charlotte won 67 to 64, covered as four and a half point road dogs. And now this is a two and a half spread. What did we just meant? Oh, box score. That's right. That's what that word I was looking for. I don't know. I don't know. It just feels like a get your lick back kind of game to me. And I think what the key is going to be is the three ball. Rice can shoot the hell out of it. They can shoot the lights out with it. And Charlotte can't defend it worth a damn. Rice in true three-point percentage is shooting 38%. That is good for 19th in the nation, my friends. And Charlotte is allowing 36.6%. That is good for 325th in the nation defensively. Do not buy this number. Buy all the points the books are willing to give you with the Rice Owls and believe the trend. Charlotte, one in five. No. 1-4 1-4 ATS, last five neutral games. 1-4 ATS, their last five Conference USA games against a West Division opponent. In Conference USA, they have East and West. Charlotte is also 2-4 and four straight up. Their last six March games, when the temperature gets hot in the kitchen, they can't get cooking. And I talked about ownership. Pull out that pin I mentioned a little while ago. 6-2 and two straight up and ATS for the Owls. Last eight meetings with the 49ers with a couple of outright wins as puppy dogs once again second best bet of the day give me the rice owls plus two and a half i like it my man i do like it i uh this this conference has not been good to me so i think i'm gonna sit on the sides and let you take it to the window for us Holy i shit. just uh this is a situation where i've been the mush as far as the old conference usa so I'm gonna that, stay is out of it. I that, that is very true i appreciate that that is very true i like that i think you're on the right side dude i really do I, I, I firmly believe I'm on the right side. I, I'm, 100, I'm, I'm 150% I'm on the right side on that one. I love the crusher. Okay, last best bet of the day. We'll cook through this one, and we will get on to the double special plays of the day because we know you guys came for the juice. So without further ado, third best bet of the day. We're taking, uh, or we're calling this one, rather, first things first, the Pac-12 Punisher. My friends, we're taking the Cal Bears plus eight in the matchup against the Washington State Cougars tonight. Um, honestly, this one this one makes no sense to me. This conference has been absolutely bananas all season long. Uh, this is way too many points. I, I really don't see this thing finishing by more than maybe three or four. I honestly would take it all the way down there. I don't know. Maybe Cal gets the outright win. This conference has been way, 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 way too bonkers for this eight points. I am not buying it whatsoever. So I had to take a little bit uh, deeper of a look, and the line movement drew me in once again, or maybe a little bit of a lack thereof. Uh, It opened as Washington State minus eight and a half, now down to Washington State minus eight across the market, despite those Cougars getting 50% of bets and 88% of money. When I wrote the analysis, I went back and looked in 70% of bets and 85% of money, and this line ain't going nowhere. It's frozen solid like the damn ice pack that you use to take your freaking soggy ass lunch to work every single day. Yeah, it's that one. That's what it is. It is frozen damn solid. Don't buy the bullshit with the Washington Cougars. They ain't worth a hot damn. They're colder than cold. Oh, hold on. Maybe not. Maybe they're a little bit hot. Let's talk about that. Washington State, 4-1 straight up 
but one and four ATS, their last five overall. So I think they are extremely, extremely, extremely overvalued here. And they're inconsistent at best, my friends. Four and six straight up, three and seven ATS, their last 10 games overall. This season, they are two and five against the number as a seven and a half to nine and a half point favorite. You'll know why I mentioned that in just a minute. And also inconsistent in conference play. They might be 11 and nine straight up, but they're eight and 12 against the number. They've been overvalued all year and they continue to be overvalued in this matchup with the Bears. The Bears, 5-15 and 15 straight up, but 11-9 and nine against the number in conference play. So they've had a couple of scuffly spots. I think this is perfect value, at least for them, just to cover the number. They're 2-3 and three ATS uh, in their last 5, and 5-5 five and five ATS in their last 10. So obviously a lot more consistent than what the Cougars have been able to do. And if you're giving us this many points, uh, points with a better covering team, you obviously have to take the Bears. Now, I mentioned this uh, point spread spot. The Bears, 4-1 against the number as a 7.5 to 9.5 point dog this season. Remember, compare that back to the 2-5 ATS for Washington State as a 7.5 to 9.5 point favorite. I absolutely love this spot, and I really think what it's going to come down to is everybody overlooking Cal's defense in this spot, and I think that's what keeps this in them in this game, keeps it tight all the way down the stretch and allows them maybe to turn some defense into offense and get the outright win. 88th in true points per game allowed, 126th in true field goal percentage allowed, 54th in true three-point field goal percentage allowed, and 28th on the defensive glass per Ken Palm. I absolutely love all of that. I think they keep this really, really, really tight. Like I said, I don't think it finishes by more than three or four here in this spot. I would take it all the way down to four and a half if we do see that happen. I don't think we do because people are tossing loads of money at the Cougars, but you don't believe me for the final time today. Believe the trends. California, Cal Golden Bears, Cal Bears, whatever you want to call them, 4-1 ATS, last five neutral games, 4-1 ATS, last five as a neutral dog, 5-1 ATS, their last six Wednesday games, Washington State, 4-10 against the number, their last 14 on a neutral floor, 1-6 ATS, last seven as a favorite, combined the last two, they're 1-11 against the number, their last 12 as a neutral site favorite, 1-4 ATS, last five following a straight up win, 5-14 straight up, their last nine. 19 in March. Your Honor, I rest my case with Cal. It's 5-2 ATS, their last seven meetings with the Washington State Cougars. Give me all of the Bears plus eight for my third and final best bet of the day. I really like it, my man. I really do. I, Washington State just doesn't beat teams by, by double digits. No. By, no. Nearly enough to be getting this many points, dude. And uh, what was it, like seven and a half? They were favored on the road at Cal, uh, and it was a four-point game, and now we're at an eight-point spread. I mean, this is this spread is so much more. Mm-hmm. That essentially, they were way overvalued in that spot, and it should have been closer to four and a half, five on Cal's home hardwood. And now this is maybe – I still think they're overvalued. I think Hell it should yeah. be six, maybe, honestly, six. I would, I would put it at four and a half. I would, okay. I would, I would really sure. take this all the way down to okay. four and a half. I think this yeah. is a tight ass game, and I honestly think Cal could get it. Cal could get it done outright. They have been a sneaky I team. Mean, they have been a sneaky team. It doesn't for how much? No, one hundred percent. You know that whole shit in the middle is real important, right? But if you can win a conference tournament, you get an automatic bid. So. Sure. Sure. Shit happens sometimes, you know. Shit like happens pretty often. Cal, in the Pac-12. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Cal was very, 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 very intriguing in the early season tournaments, and here we find ourselves in the postseason tournaments. I officially rest my case, Your Honor. 
for all of my best bets of the day. Okay, let's keep this proverbial podcast train steaming on down the tracks. We're 45 minutes after the top of the 10 o'clock hour. Here we go. Today's special plays. The Wednesday Warrior and Parlay pop off. Ladies and gentlemen, you know the drill. You know what the the deal is on Wednesdays. We, We give you a team that's absolutely hot. It's absolutely killing it. That is a warrior, if you will, hence the name of the Wednesday Warrior. They've been covering spreads left, right, and center, so we're about to dish them out again. And then we combine that warrior with one of Mag's plays and one of my plays to make the parlay pop off because we got to give you a little extra juice. Everybody loves a plus money poly at the end of the day. Everybody wants to get a nice plus 600, plus 700. Sorry, talk with my hands a lot. Plus 800 to the pay window today. We're working with plus 603, my friends. But before we get into the parlay pop off, Let's talk about the Wednesday Warrior. Now, if you know me, I don't know shit about fuck when it comes to the old uh, NBA world. Not a damn thing. Love college basketball. Cash tickets right, left, right, center, up, down, diagonal, whichever way you want to go, I got it. NBA? Not so much. However, when me and uh, old partner pal get involved in something together, we get that bad boy straight to the doggone pay window. So, partner, I'm going to yield back and let you tell uh, the kind folks out there about our Wednesday Warrior play of the day, the... Atlanta Hawks plus four and a half. Yes, sir. On the road, the Atlanta Hawks Ooh. into Milwaukee. Uh, handful of things here, dude. I don't know where to even start. Uh, as far as let's start with the Warrior trends, my man. Mm. Ten and two mm-hmm. for the Hawks mm-hmm. against the number last twelve on one day's rest. Mm. Four and one last five following a straight up loss. Very solid bounce mm. back Warrior. That's the type of Warriors that we're looking for. And four, four and one last five on the day of Wednesday itself, my friend. Mier coles, mier coles, mier coles, mier. Oh fuck, I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, but. Few things here, man. I, if this wasn't even in this exact spot, I would still be interested. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks are on a back-to-back. They are three and eleven last fourteen uh, second night of a back-to-back, and they are traveling in this situation. Uh, so that is one reason why the number is like so that. low, uh, in my opinion, at least. And then uh, this Hawks team has actually gotten the outright win versus the Bucks both times they've faced each other: one twenty-one to one fourteen and one twenty to one hundred. I told you, partner, this Hawks team. Uh, inconsistent in a lot of spots, but when they have a good matchup, that is when they really fare well. And they've got defensively a lot of guys that they can uh, throw some different looks at uh, at Giannis and uh, kind of throw them off their game, at least offensively. Uh, and I think that Bucks defense coming off the back-to-back is going to be a little uh, little tired and uh, out of sorts. So I think the Hawks get this one done potentially outright, if not uh, a wild finish here, and we cover the four and a half. Miércoles, Gurero. Guerrero, I can't fucking roll. Guerrero, Guerrero. It's been a long time since I rolled the old RC. I haven't That's been familiar. fucking speaking Spanish. Miércoles, Guerrero, Guerrero. Ah, uh, yes, that is a Wednesday warrior. Working on it. I'll get back to it. Cayete la wey, carones. Cayete wey. Well, because it's like you do actually do it well. Uh, you know, speak that accent fairly well. It's just apparently uh, not yeah, the, ours, the, huh? the grrr, I've never been. I can roll my ours, but I haven't ever been able to. Guerrero. 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 I just, I focus too much on rolling this son of a bitch. Hey, shout out to all of uh, mi español compadres out there. Appreciate all you amigos y amigas. Speaking uh, of, you saw it, dude. I hammered in a uh, top Spanish golfer oh, this weekend. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Sergio Garcia. Yodele, we pues. Yes, sir. Si se puedes. Si se puedes. <laughs> well, there not that a me- like actual Mexico chant, though? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Definitely not Spain. Definitely not Spain yeah, at all. Yeah. So I don't know what the fuck. Either way. Either <laughs> Anyways, way. It's the on. Spanish language. Either <laughs> way. Yes, you can. Yes, you can is what I just chanted. Okay, second. 
Okay, okay, okay. Of the two special plays. We're going to the parlay pop-off, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> We're adding the Atlanta Hawks plus the four and a half. We're taking our mags pick. The Kansas State Wildcats, minus two. Told you I had some confidence in them bad boys. I got plenty of confidence to put them on the pop-off. And then we're taking, to round out the night, the Cal Bears, plus eight. We love the Red Hawks, or uh, not the Red Hawks. <laughs> we love the Explorers, plus the two and a half, uh, but just couldn't dish it out quick enough and didn't couldn't clip it out for everybody fast enough. So uh, that starts, game starts in about an hour for that one, but uh, we got plenty of time, not until eight o'clock for the Cal Bears on the plus eight. So... Those three legs are paying out, plus 601. Uh, got you on those bad boys. So, partner, as I'm getting everything uh, set up for the old recap today, anything else uh, you got for the Wednesday parlay pop-off? As far as the old parlay pop-off, I don't think so, man. Um, I think we got to a nice 6-1 to one ticket to the window, my friend. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know about you. We're, uh, we're due for a, a special play. We had some nice – was that last week or two weeks ago? We had some nice ones. I think it was last week, right? Yeah, it was last week. We uh, – we had like three straight. We had like, three straight cash and money. This Wednesday we... Warrior rolling though. With last year, the Wednesday Warrior was uh, a little hotter than it was this year. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta get back to it. I think we got the one tonight. I like the way you think. I like the way you think. All right, well, my friends. Without further ado, as I'm wrapping everything up here on this side, I kindly ask you, I'm a poet. I didn't even know it once again. To pull out your sports books, rip out your pens your pencils and your papers or whatever mode means or method you utilize to take stock the TTL crew's best bets of the day because as we sit here live in prime time it is now time to recap all of the TTL crew's best bets of the day for this gorgeous Wednesday of bets also known as hump day also known as March the 9th 2022 please so kindly, oh baby, that's gorgeous. Please, so kindly, gorgeous, turn your attention to the top left portion of your screen. Right next to my head, you see our Max picks. He's got three coming at you, starting on the NBA hardwood and then to the college hardwood. He's starting things off with the Detroit Pistons, plus five and a half. Then he's going to the Kansas State Wildcats, minus two, and the Penn State Nittany Lions, minus three and a half. On the opposite side of that, on the right top portion of your screen, you see my picks. All three coming from the college basketball hardwood, kicking it off 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. The LaSalle Explorers, plus two and a half, following it up with the Rice Owls, plus two and a half, and then closing it out with the Cal Bears, plus eight. In between us, our favorite special play that we need to get hot, and if you ain't hot, you do, baby. I think it's going to be the latter. The Wednesday Warrior are, is the Atlanta Hawks plus four and a half. And then you add the Atlanta Hawks plus four and a half to one of Mag's plays, the Kansas State Wildcats minus two. And one of my plays, the Cal Golden Bears plus eight. You parlay them up, call it the Wednesday parlay pop off, pay it out at over six to one odds, and bankrupt every damn book on the marketplace with seven straight plays and one special play going straight to the pay window. But before we can do all of that we need you to lock them in hammer them home sprinkle a little bit of dough down whatever you need to say just make sure you get today's ttl crew best bets of the day that are clearly primed for ticket cashing in it whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports park oh, baby you like my that's popping the champagne for the parlay pop off my friend, uh, that we will be Let's doing tonight. Let's fucking go! Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hyped, dude. I, I love every I'm minute hyped. of it. I love your shit. I love my shit. I love the Wednesday Warrior. I love Parley Pop-Off. I love where, I don't know where we're at. Big Ten Tournament location. What do you got for me, Mags? 
Uh, she's in Indy tonight. I'll just spare you on that one. This is uh, where the old Pacers play. Oh, um, damn. I honestly, they, they've I've changed their name before. recently. I'm honestly blanking on what the hell their name was. I I had to like double check. It used to be Banker's Life, I believe. Uh, now it is uh, Gainbridge or something like that, I think. Gainbridge. I have Nonetheless, sat... we're in Indy tonight. I'm trying to think. Okay. You've been here? Yeah, yeah, I've been here before. Oh, okay. um, not for a Pacers game, for something totally fucking different. Okay. But um, Gamebridge Fieldhouse. I sat like right up, right up here. There's like a there's like glass partitions right here where the mouse is, like right, right on the. Oh, okay. sh- I know you're blind as bad, but there's like glass no, partitions <laughs> like right up here, <laughs> and it's it's actually pretty sick. Like it's a really it's a really sick fucking venue. Um, I I would love to go there for a game sometime, nice. but yeah, it was there for a totally different reason. But yeah, this looks. Uh, uh, I'm getting excited for this damn tournament, dude. Show sure enough, big boy. I can't wait, especially just fucking cir- circus stadium <laughs> all... swim. Just fucking. Oh. Oh, fuck. Dude, I, I don't know anything about that. What the? What? No, I don't know. Circus I, stadium I, swim. What I'm the hell so is excited that? for the, the, this week's Big Ten tournament that? that I was looking at Nebraska Northwestern thinking I could bet on it when this I. Guy, this guy down here, folks, this guy down here, folks. This guy down here, folks. I say, hey, yeah, yeah, I was looking at Northwestern State. Them sons of guns, they were looking pretty good. He said, you were looking at Northwestern or Northwestern State? I said, Northwestern State. He was, I don't know, Northwestern seemed like it had some, some pretty good value. I said, dude, we're in Illinois. <laughs> and he is, oh, shit, I spent like 15 minutes looking at I'm that I'm actually glad morning. I can't bet on that one, dude, because my heart yeah. tells me North, uh, Nebraska, because they're st- smoking hot yeah. in Northwestern uh, four and yeah. a half. Why is Northwestern four and a half? I don't know. I don't know, but maybe we can so discuss some of that on the second half of the show. But for now, we keep this bad boy steaming on down the tracks with the Fourth segment of the day, that additional text you see on your screen, ML Dice Roll. It's whoosh slash Edmund. Edmund. What the hell does that mean, dude? Oh, that's right. All we got to do is change the ticker to find out. So without further ado, we come back in the screen and we tell you to get on your doggone blades, your skates, or whatever you want to call them. Rip out the sticks and throw on the sweaters because we're going to the NHL ice. Matchup between the Washington Caps. Shout out, Biscuit. We love you forever and ever. Amen. And also the Edmonton Oilers. Now, I don't know a hot damn thing about this matchup. I couldn't tell you what the hell is going on here. I was interested in the under when I first saw it here today. I have no idea, though, because my name's not Moneyline Dice. Now, partner, we need some details on this matchup. So as per usual, could you be so kind as to uh, fill in the blanks, good sir? All right, I'll do my best here. We are in Edmonton here tonight for this one. Uh, Washington Capitals and Edmonton. Uh, it appears the old Edmonton Oilers are hitting a little scoofle in uh, as of late, my friend. Uh, one oh. and four straight up last four. Includes a big fat L here in the Windy City over uh, a little over a week ago or about a week ago. Uh, Washington coming Loser. in with three straight wins, though. Uh, three straight wins for the old Capitals. Uh, however, the Oilers are favored here at home. Minus 135. Let me double check on FanDuel what we got here. Minus 137 over here on FanDuel. Uh, the mm. puck line, minus one and a half, is at plus 172. Um, and then the old Capitals are plus 114 on their money line. And the uh, I'm sure we will avoid this spread if we get it, but they're plus one and a half, minus 220. Usually don't eat that type of chalk, so I'm sure if we get that, then we'll just stick with the money line. And the over-under, as you mentioned, partner, you're interested in the under. Uh, over-under six. Six and a half 
The over is set right at plus 100. The under at 122. Uh, typically, when you have plus 100, the other side is usually minus 120. Uh, so they're making you pay a little extra couple uh, couple cents on the old dollar there. Interesting note there. Uh, as far as bets and money splits, though, and I'll kick it back to you, partner. Money line, 65% of bets, 92% of money on Edmonton. Uh, and the total, 39% of bets on the under, but 93% of money on that under there. Um, so honestly, a little surprised that having ticked it down to six would be my only uh, would be my only point, I guess. But uh, hey, I have not a damn clue. We leave it up to the dice to decide our fate here today. Ooh, that sounds good. A little dice ASMR for your Wednesday morning. How you doing? Keep it, Mervin. Um, Edmonton still right around minus 128, huh? 137, minus 137. Oh, Jeepers Creepers going up a little bit. I know that's okay. six and a half. And that over, uh, when I looked last, it was at plus one and a half too. So, or, or plus 100 as well. So, yep. very intriguing what all that means, but... It was still right there when you were looking? Yeah, plus 100, when I, minus yeah, one. when okay. I looked this morning, okay. yeah. Okay. So, oh, gee, hey, whoa, 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 hey! It's all good. I got him. I got him. It's all good. It's all good. So, without further ado, my friends. Whoa. Earth shattering. Roll number one. We're going to the home team. Edmonton Oilers are the away team. Washington Capitals. Shout out, Biscuit, as always. Shout out. I don't know. Neither does Mags. Haven't a slightest idea. But I promise you we all find out in three, in two, in one. Away team. Okay. Capitals. Away team. Capitals. Unofficially. Capitals. Moneyliner ATS. Probably going to be Moneyliner ATS either way because they are the dogs. ATS. We're not eating that chalk. So. Yeah, one doesn't matter. Capitals on the money line. Unofficially. Yes, Final roll. <laughs> Final roll. It's Wild Card Wednesday. You know the drill. I don't know why I make sentences harder on myself when I'm trying to be a, a, be a host, dude. It's kind of. Kind of, kind of stupid if you ask me. Either way, wild card roll of the day on wild card Wednesday. I haven't an idea. Mags, not a clue in the world. But we all hopefully find out without any of the re-rake and re-shake bullshit for the final time today. In three. In two. How about dice? In one. Under! Under six and a half. Caps money line on the under, huh? Okay, Dice. I can see it, Dice. I can see it. For a little context, Washington, last wild card spot, but a nice 12-point gap. The old Edmonton Oilers on the Western Conference side sitting on the outside looking in three points behind the old Dallas Stars. So this one uh, has got some playoff implications on either side of the conference uh, aisle, if you will, my friends. Washington Caps, huh? Oh, dude, I never read this. In order, how to roll money line dice. In order, f step one, in order for successful roll, roll home away die. Done. Okay, we got that. Number two, roll money line ATF. Done. Number three, roll wild card die. If land on total, proceed to step five, skip four. Okay, step five. Put down tracking book. Okay, put down tracking book. Step six, lean back in chair. Okay. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, shit. Step seven. The dice have spoken! 
If you want a guaranteed take two tickets to the pay window tonight, no questions, no qualms, no quarries, none of the bullshit. Not for me, not for Mags, not for any living, breathing, heart beating, humming being that lives on this planet, but per the inanimate, all-knowing, ever-present, ever-powerful Moneyline Dice Hammer in right here, right now. The Washington Capitals on the money line. And the under six and a half goals in their matchup with the Edmonton Oilers tonight. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Pardon me. I <laughs> am <laughs> goon. Goodness gracious. <sighs> it's this hat. This hat makes it really slick, slippery and sliding. <laughs> I like that hat, though, despite its, its origin over there. But, yeah. Appreciate you either way. Okay. Hey, 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 look at us, dude. I don't know how. Look at how we we got our conflicting shit going on as usual, dude. How? About... Hey, it just shows everybody can love everybody, even though For I still sure. hate you. For sure. And your stupid white socks. <laughs> Washington money line and the under six oh, and a half. Fuck. I was I was gonna pull up. Uh... I gotta get biscuit on the screen now that we got. Oh, bro, you want me to? Uh, here, I'll just put up a picture of biscuit. I'll put up a picture oh, of biscuit, bro. Biscuit. Oh, please. Yeah, I'll put up a picture. Yeah. Of biscuit. Oh, dude, the most recent one from yeah, yesterday. If everybody can bear was... with me for a minute, I'll put up a picture of biscuit, bro. <laughs> In front of, I think, the Capitol building, dude. Yesterday with another pup, dude. Oh, yeah. Give me a break. Oh, okay, yeah. let's see you. Um, you know, a little. Uh, oh, what do they call it? Um, you know, he's a little older <laughs> than this bitch, now. Dude. I mean, he's great. He's just, he's great. You, uh, I wish you had watched Ted Lasso. The, the next tweet from two days ago is even better than that. Uh, oh, here he is now. Here he is now. We got, oh, look at him. Did. Oh, he was in the puppy bowl, bro. Biscuit was in the puppy bowl, bro. Hey, this shout out, shout out to the Washington Capitals. Hopefully we don't get any copyright strikes for this shit, but y'all are about to see, we always be talking about Biscuit. That would be hard. We always be talking about Biscuit, and we, you guys never get to see what the hell Biscuit, on, Biscuit looks like. Now, you want to know more about Biscuit, go look at him when he was a damn puppy. Yeah. He's a chocolate lab, and I'm telling you, this boy is so doggone pretty, it ain't even funny. He's still a pup. Oh, he's still a pup for sure. He ain't even two years old. He I don't even think he's a year. He, he might just, a t- oh, big boy. He can't be one right, yet, on. dude. Yeah. No, I, I, maybe, yeah, he might not be. Let me flip this over here real quick, you guys. All right, and let me do all these. worth it. I don't even care. All it's all gonna be worth it. Worth it's it. all gonna be worth it. No question about it. Oh. I really wish you knew this context oh. of one of these tweets about Ted Lasso, though. Oh, oh, biscuit, oh, biscuit. Shout out the caps because this does have some like shit on it, but like I don't give a fuck. Whatever, puppy bowl, yeehaw, puppy bowl's over. All right. Uh, without further ado, my friends, fucking oh. Bro, wait till you, wait, wait, just wait, just wait. We're about to be right down on the ice with our boy. You ready? Biscuit, the Washington Capitals service dog. Oh, yeah. Oh, Biscuit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Biscuit, oh, Biscuit. What's up, buddy? Oh, he's a dog and a half, dude, man. He's a dog it's and a half. not fair, dude. Every time it's like, how do I not actually put real money on this on this team when, I, when I'm I know. staring Biscuit right in the eyes, dude? I know. He's a dog and a half. I love this Doge a lot. Um, found him when he was just a pooch, 
and uh, turned whole, he was a little baby boy, and I said, Max, you know about biscuits? He said, what the fuck is biscuit? I said, bro, you got to go look up biscuit. You know, what I, What the hell is a biscuit? Oh, it is a, oh he's standing in front boys. of the Capitol with another pooch. <laughs> what a couple of good doges. Just the bestest boys over there. Look at him, too. I'm telling you, follow the saga of biscuit. You will not have another bad day in your life. I promise no. you, brings a smile every single morning. Yeah. No question Honestly, about it. The reason I don't know if there like there's probably more to it. Uh said a very important visit to the Hill today with his buddy uh to advocate for the bipartisan bill HR five two three two, the working dog commemorative coin act. Uh oh. if passed, it will instruct the US Mint to create a three coin series honoring the work military and service dogs provide society. So shout out wow. the, uh, shout out the boys doing uh doing the dogs work out there. Doing the dogs work out there. Let's go, biscuit. More ways than one. Boys out there repping up. Damn. Yeah, write it down. Next March Madness, we got to do some animal charity. That's, what a that's, doze. That's yeah, year, yeah. Maybe we got to fucks with some animal charity for sure. <laughs> I love you humming beans and all, but man, some fucking animals will just, oh, they'll get, they get me, dude. All right. Honestly. Well, clearly this uh, old proverbial podcast <laughs> train has uh, fallen clean the fuck off the rails. So without further ado, mis compadres. Partner, what's been burning on the brain, melt on the heart, festering on the soul that you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number two. 240 of the Talking the Line podcast on this absolutely beautiful March the 9th, 2022. All right, dude. If it wasn't for Biscuit, which I'm not complaining about ever, obviously, it would have had a perfect segue, segue as far as Cubs and White Sox into what I'm trying to talk about today. Um, not trying to talk about uh, whether or not baseball is going to figure their shit out. It Good. does seem like That's all anybody trying. wants to talk about. Uh, but let's, let's, let's do our best to try and manifest some... Uh, some baseball coming back into our lives. Talking about some baseball concessions, my friend. Okay. Whoa. Are you with me? Are you with me? Hey, now, hey, what I, I just can, pulled up huh, is I can smell the, the caramelized onions in the corner. I can Oh, is that Budweiser? Uh, oh, is that Kentucky Bluegrass? Oh, I'm there, Mags. I'm there. Sign me up. Let's dude. go. Uh, I'm oh, there. Second of all, I'm not there. What I'm side by about, side. But, but guaranteed rate field uh, consistently huh. rated number one huh. in, the, uh, in the league, dude. Pretty yeah. sure I spent about like $100 in concessions the last time I was there. I just kept fucking eating. I just was like, you oh, can get your, you four can get your standard, you know, brat, oh, brat, hot dog, whatever. Oh, or Polish. you can get your, uh, oh, you know, bacon, so-and-so kebab on a stick, dude. It's, oh, I'm going to uh, go upstairs because we got tickets there. Oh, burger. Oh, hot dog. I'm just, I mean, I was murdering that place. I ate that oh. whole place down, son. Oh. Peanuts, Dude, it, <laughs> Cracker Jack, everything. Everything. Whereas our, uh, yeah, so this one, what I got here today, yeah, we won't go down a Chicago concession rabbit hole or else we'll be on uh, on some nonsense. Weirdest food served, weirdest food served at sporting events. So a lot of it is baseball, not all of it is. Uh-huh. A little smash or pass for you today, okay? We yeah, both love yeah, our yeah. foods, okay? Oh, yeah. Hey, well, come on, um, Chef so Cole. this one. Come on. Uh, top of the list. I think it's going alph- alphabetically here. It's uh, it's good old uh, head over to Bangkok for you, if you will, for some uh, at Lumpini Stadium for some Muay Thai boxing matchup. Smashing or passing some alligator on a stick, my friend. Smashing the fuck out of alligator on a stick. Yeah. Alligator on a stick is the best, some of the best meat that you can put on a stick. You ever had it? I don't think I have had it, but so uh, by the so looks good. of that, I am absolutely interested. It is so fire, dude. Okay. Alligator on okay. a stick, the Decatur celebration, basically like your Boone County Fair. Yeah, uh, yeah. They would have it every single year in August, first week in August uh, weekend or whatever the fuck it was. Bunch of bands and, you know, your standard yeah. fair, but it's just like the entire downtown of Decatur, uh, Decatur, Illinois. And uh, one of my favorite places to go, there was like a whole, I think it was 
Main Street. I don't remember what the street was. Not that that's yeah. even fucking important, but one of them was the Ethnic Village, and it was just like they had alligator on a stick there. They had, I mean, they just had all types of different shit. But I always remember there being the alligator on a stick, and I had to what? always get it. One fried, kind of one chicken barbecued. Almost? Kind of chickeny almost. Yeah, you know, everybody says that, but yeah, a little sweeter. It's funny. Oh. It's got a sweet kind of twang to it. It's okay. it's it's interesting. It's okay. interesting, but I like okay. I like alligator okay. a lot. I'm a huge fan. Fried and right. barbecued up. Sign me up. You boys. All right, in. number two. Number two. Interesting one. Uh, okay. This bad boy apparently has been served at the uh, Coors Field, Colorado. Uh, oh. Apple pie nachos, my friend. Any interest? It's hard to see there. Any interest in a little apple pie nachos? I'm not saying smash, but I'm saying yes. I'm in because there is. I, I, I there like is not much least, better I'm, to me than a yeah. fucking warm piece of apple pie, a sure. f- fresh slice of cheddar over the top of that bad boy, and then a little dollop of ice cream on the side. I'm telling you, there is nothing in this world better than cheddar cheese and apple pie. So oh. you give me a little extra crunch. The, t- the saltiness is what I'm a little <laughs> questioning. But, like, outside of that, like, I'm already in with – the nacho cheese might be a little fucked. If it's cheddar, then cool, because then I'm already in with that like flavor cheddar. combo. Looks like some shredded cheddar. Yeah, Looks if like it's, if it's cheddar, cheddar and apple, I'm already I'm already yeah. in with that combo, That's and fair. I can get over the saltiness. I already love that shit. You got me in, dude. I'm, I'm smashing. I feel like I would just rather go with the talk, apple pie by itself. Talk about old soul, though. Talk about old soul. I don't – talk about old soul, though. If you ever doubted me claiming that shit, like, or anybody out there, like – what fucking 20-year-old eats some fucking old grandpa in a chair shit fucking cheddar cheese on top of a piece of apple pie? Hey. Like, nobody eats that it. shit. Oh, it's fire, bro. My my grandparents did it. My grand, my I'm great-grandparents a- did it, and then my grandparents did it, and my dad did it, and then I started yeah. doing it, and it's fucking fire. I love <laughs> me some apple pie. I'm a bigger pumpkin pie guy, so whenever it's like, ah, it's usually, you go, I, you usually, go I usually have both. You, you don't even go pumpkin. I go, I go sweet potato. Sweet potato okay. pie is the oh, best. Dude, I love pumpkin pie. Uh, anyway, sweet, pota- no, sweet, sweet potato knocks pumpkin out the water, son. Out the water. All right. Battleship All right. sunk. Interesting one here I have not heard of, dude. Um, this one is called Bad to the Bone Baloney. Um, so the nope, description nope, is most nope, hardcore pass, fans pass, at the Cleveland pass, Browns pass. Football, stadi- football team sit in a section of First Energy Stadium called the Dog Pound. Blah, blah, blah. Um, behold the bad to the bone bologna. This soft roll sandwich is filled with fried all beef bologna cut into the shape of dog bones. It's topped with American cheese pickles and a secret spicy sauce. It comes with chips and a bologna cheese sauce. No, Pass. no from you. I don't do bologna, dude. I just can't. Uh, I'd be willing to take a bite. Like if I, but if I'm I, pass. like if I was living on the streets and like that oh, was for all. Sure. The- Hundred bands, I got bologna, no problem. I ain't worry about that. I'll eat ramen fucking <laughs> three sure. meals a day every yeah, day of the week. I don't right. give a fuck, but. But. I don't do bologna, bro. I don't really I don't do, do bologna. bologna. I I'm at least interested because it looks uh, it cutting looks like the shape of fucking, fucking bones. Links out here. I oh, mean, and then I, they, I, no, no, and then they start cutting them into shape of bones. <laughs> Who knows what fucking factory pound, that shit's coming out of? <laughs> dog oh, pound, dude. oh yeah, like you're like gonna, oh, you're gonna oh, get oh Mary Sue, oh Mary you, Sue and Sally, you're coming into the facility <laughs> pregame and they're fucking cutting a million and one bones for these fucking sandwiches. No, they're pumping those things out of some facility somewhere in doggone Cleveland. I no, no, I'm good. I I'm am out. good. I'm out right. on that. All right. <laughs> Interesting one here. This bad boy is called Battle Red Tacos. See if you can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it looks Battle good Red already. Tacos, okay. I, I see a little um, red cabbage on top of there. Yeah. Uh, so this one is uh, appears to be Energy Stadium for Houston Texans Stadium. Yep. Uh, trio of soft uh, flour tortilla shells filled Wait, with Houston chicken Wait, Houston Texans? I thought we were talking baseball. Yeah, so I, I kind of... 
I was it I was trying to do baseball concessions, but I got to weird you know, <laughs> weird concessions and now it's just a any sporting event. Okay. For sure, I'll okay. hold the baseball in hand. Gotcha. Right. I, well right. you didn't you Browns, didn't clarify the parameters. I simply had to ask. I apologize, okay. Magnus. Hi. Hi. It would have been a little more limited. I like what we're doing here, though. <laughs> I do, too. Uh, trio, of soft flour trio of soft flour tortilla the shells. The old tortillas. Uh, filled with chicken tenders that are crusted with flaming hot Cheetos. Uh, yes, the crispy, cheesy snack food that leaves your fingers bright and orange. Uh, the chicken and Cheetos combo is artificially topped by manco pico de gallo and Ooh. sriracha mayonnaise. What'd you, what What do you say type of pico de gallo? Uh, mango pico de gallo. Ooh. You know what, dude? Ooh. I Sriracha mayo I, and some red cabbage. Do you understand the textures that are going oh, on oh, in that so, thing? And then I, it's just I a straight bing, bow, poo, straight I'm to the fucking it. taste buds. I'm in Ooh. with it. I'm not a fan of, like, whether it's Cheetos, chips. I'm not a fan of getting, like, the crunchiness of – I'd just rather have my, my chips or Cheetos, whatever the hell it is, on the side. So you're not a, you're not a sandwich – you're not a chips on sandwich guy. No, I'm not. See, I don't go out of my way to do that, but like I definitely will. I had a buddy uh, shout out, um, just, shout just out Scott. Scooter. Oh, Scooter's well, a big that, cheese. that Scooter. Yeah. Well, they called this <laughs> they called this kid Scoot too, but he was Scott a totally Scoot. There, there was like four fucking Scoots, and I knew all of them at Illinois State. Like, what is the fucking <laughs> the odds whole of state that of Illinois? Shit? Like, for fuck's sake, this is for serious. Like, what the fuck are we talking about? So, no, this kid we did because obviously I was in entrepreneurship, right? In one of our classes, we had to uh, we had to make a uh, a small business, like from literally business plan to full yeah. investor presentation, and his shit was. The chips on sandwich, like he actually like the sandwiches already had the fucking chips on it. And you could like literally design. I mean, I fuck blew okay. my mind. I thought it was absolutely okay. electric. Now, see, your eyebrows are touching. Probably not your type of store you'd venture on into. <laughs> Probably would take about four, five, six, seven blunts and two dabs, and yeah. then we might hey, talk about hey, it. Hey. But, I'm not out on it on on any of it. Yeah. I just I just it's like if I have the option, having it on the side, give me it on the side and let me enjoy my sandwich the way it is. You know sure. what I mean? So, and I, I got to say, I mean, everything else on this. And I'm trying, and I'll smash this what this taco that we got going on. Everything, everything else makes it sound fucking amazing. Hundred percent. I got Thor's hammer. I'm smashing yeah. the shit out of this. Okay. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. No question. All right. I like what they got going uh, on over there in Houston. Moving on. Uh, this one's for the old San Antonio Spurs uh, arena, AT&T Center. Brisket Ooh. potato waffle. Uh, the waffle is made of crispy hash browns. The base is topped by your choice of bacon, pulled pork, and bacon or chopped brisket. Stop, Max. You know Stop. me. You, you don't had even have me. to talk you anymore. You fucking had me. Wait, My it, goodness. It, Sour it, cream and cheese are toppings that... available to be heaped on. You are dared to order this along with a Diet Coke. Uh, Any city me and Mags me. find ourselves in together, the first place we look for is a good-ass barbecue joint to go to. And holy fucking shit, bro. Oh, I just got really hungry. Holy that is the fucking shit. The clubhouse a, for the a, a hash brown waffle? A hash brown waffle. And then you yeah. just start piling bullshit on top of there? So I'm, yep, in. Nope, I'm good. Wow. I don't even know what the fuck else you need to put on top of that Whole thing. A hash brown waffle, bacon, and I'm straight. Brisk, good. Chop and bake, or brisk. How about all of them, dude? How good about all of them? How about load it up and charge me triple? I don't give a shit. I'm in. <laughs> pork five ways, dog. I am straight with all of it. I fucking... I made that pork five ways sandwich the other day too, or pork three ways. Like, I, maybe oh, yeah. I should, maybe I should try try doing. Dude, next time I do some pork butt, maybe do some pork butt, a little bit of sausage links, a little bit of Stop. bacon. Stop. What else can you do on there? I don't know. Anything. I don't Man, know. I'm pork yeah, five ways sandwich. The thing's just busting at the seams. Yeah, you got Chef Colt's antenna standing on in, thinking over here, dude. Hey, speaking All of, right. hey, let All me right. just get All under right. the, let me get under the All antenna. Right. Standing on in. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking goofy. 
All right, moving on. This one is a baseball stadium. Um, I'm not oh, sure if you're a, a vitamins will change your life, kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so old Tropicana Field, Tampa Bay. I've actually been to Tropicana a couple times. Had really? Not, uh, I don't think I was old enough for this one, but uh, brunch Bloody Mary. Oh, uh, something they've got going on. You big Bloody Stop. Bloody Good. Mary guy? Smash! Oh, Bloody Mary plus. Take me to the buffet and run it down the fucking the whole down line dude, and just stick dude. it on a stick and just stuff it into my Bloody Mary and then drop it on I my table. I am one of these I'm people. Good. I'm good. I want to I, smash. Being a fan of Bloody Marys, it sounds it. seems like the coolest like food club Wait a to minute. be in. Wait a minute. I just don't. Am I? I I'm, I'm forcing myself into it, man. Lately, I the last am. couple of years. Hey. Shout out, oh, Medici. Medici and Norma, bro. On Sundays, they had a fucking shout out my boys. They had a uh, fucking rocking, rocking the old shirt today. I didn't. I must have just. I just fucking grabbed it, and tossed it on. I didn't even really that on. Um, fucking Bloody Mary bars on uh, Sundays. I fucking love this place, dude. It was one of my favorite play. It was one of my favorite restaurants to work at, and I would work Sunday morning shifts, and they still have the Bloody Mary bar. And then I'd get off, and I'd sit at the uh, counter, and I'd get sauced on Bloody Marys after I worked there. It was the best. I'm trying to force myself into liking them, dude. It's the coolest damn thing in the world, especially when you get these, like, loaded ones like that. I just, I haven't. Burgers uh, and little mini sliders. Well, so let me let me tell you what's going on here. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, sorry. We're down a rabbit hole. My fault. For sure, for sure. My fault. I love love Bloody uh, Marys. Okay, so only served day and day games. Uh... (laughs) Full course breakfast is served in a keepsake mason jar. Probably wise that it's only offered during day games. Bloodies are indeed a brunch staple, but it's not best to arm uh, fans at night with multiple keepsakes. Jars um, comes with sausage, egg, chicken, and waffles, donuts, and bacon on a skewer, my man. That sounds, I mean, the, the, the kebabs, dude, that they, they come with uh, in these Bloody Marys sometimes, dude, that is a hell I of a I saw one the other day. Oh, baby. I saw one the other day that was like a pitcher, and it had a fucking whole like a whole chicken in the son of a bitch. Oh, like a, like not a like it was like a smaller chicken, but like it was a fucking chicken, and it had a whole chicken in that thing. Boy, oh boy, you get me down this blood. Oh man, Dude, I need to go have a I'm bloody just, mary. Uh, I'm, I can I taste I can myself. taste clamato. I can taste clamato <laughs> in the back of my my taste buds right now. See that oh. that's the part of it, dude. I, I I'm like mm. forcing myself into liking it, and it just hasn't been for me lately. Or uh, like so are you not you're life. are you like a tomato? You just don't like tomato. The tomato I like juice. tomatoes. I don't like tomato, like tomato juice. juice. So See, yeah. I fucking. I like clamato, which is clam juice and tomato. Right, right, right. So like that's that's most force people myself like into that. it, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to force myself yeah. into it because it's not like you can a, get some different types like of V8. Because I used yeah. to I used to like drink V8 straight too. Like that I would just fucking I would drink V8 right. straight and like right. I, they got all types of good little flavors of that shit. Like you can get some right. spicy V8. I used to bang those things down. Yeah. Oh. All right. All right, here we go. This is a smash already. Burgerita. Uh, this one, uh, let's see, let's see. I believe this one is Atlanta Braves. Um, you I'm in. I just want to know how it's together. I'm smashing the shit out of it. I just want to know, see. what are they doing? Two pizzas in a burger or a burger pizza? You insert a hamburger between too many pizzas. Oh, the name fuck. is a given. Oh, fuck me. I so, thought it uh, was a pizza burger. Oh, I thought it was a hamburger pizza. This is an actual no, no, no. pizza burger. It's a this is an actual burger, yeah. Buns of pizzas. Oh, Lord have mercy. This might take the cake, Max. Yeah, if you can't decide between huh. a burger or a pizza, why not get both? And yes, you get pepperoni on the pizza portion and bacon and cheese on the interior burger. I mean... That ain't a hard to take waiting to happen. I don't know what it, what is. It's just you're gonna see pizza for the most part. But there's a there's a burger smashed between two little mini pizzas there. So, uh, dude, if especially like, 
I don't know how how well rated Atlanta's concessions are, but like thinking of if you had like a a sick restaurant make you a burger pizza, dude. I mean, or a pizza burger, whatever you want. Atlanta call it. has I mean, some sick ass eateries, dude. Some of the yeah. best eateries in the nation. They got some great fucking places to eat. That would be bananas. Holy cow, dude! A pizza burger. Like I want to try that. Like yeah. not not like go there and try. I want to make that. Like I think I, I can make that. I don't know what would stop. I think so. I mean, I I know how to make pizzas myself. <laughs> right, dude. But I'm like, I'm even taking it a step further than what they're doing there, so you wouldn't have to get your fucking hands messy and like frying it all as one. Like, oh, wheels are turning, huh? Oh, dude, Chef Colt's wheels are turning over here. I'm seeing okay. it as like almost like a fucking like you got Wait, so- dough around it, so you could like fucking cut it and actually eat the son of a bitch. Like it would just be carb spectacular, because like with the way it is now, you're just holding on to fucking grease, grease, and you're just yeah, it's slipping and all yeah, over the place. Yeah. So I'm thinking you wrap that son of a bitch in a dough ball and you just flash fry the motherfucker after it's already or a pizza cooked. Taco. That too. That too. Mm-hmm. Well, because could- what now I'm what I'm thinking of is it's like so it's the pizza sandwich essentially. You got your pizza with the toppings facing up. What about the bottom one? Is the pizza is the toppings exactly. facing exactly. on the bottom that's or is I, that like touching saying. the burger? That's what I'm saying. So like that's why I was thinking like a dough where you could flash fry and then the shit's in have- there and then you can cut it in half and then you actually have something to kind of grab onto. And if you just got pizza toppings hanging on for dear life, yeah, on that's bottom, just, that's not just, good that's, either. That's, that's not good either. Like that's what's it's a mess. Like that's right. All I can think of is like I want to try this, but it's it's a mess. Like I don't know how they accomplish this. Especially in a ballpark. Like, in a ballpark is what really gets me out of everything. Like, yo, I have to sit in a... Most of the time, not not like this. Most of the time, I gotta sit in a fucking seat like this to eat this son of a bitch. So, (laughs) it can't just be like, you know, I mean, that doesn't look the easiest thing to eat. I'm just saying. That's the shit when you see the the, the 10-year-old kid bringing back something and he sits next to you. You're just like, oh, come on, dude. Stop. Stop. All right. Where's the damn Uh, napkins? cotton Cotton candy... Cotton candy waffle cone. Um, I uh, I'll smash. I'm not usually a big uh, you know sweets. You can't even see that at all. No, pull it away uh, from your screen. The more you get it closer to your screen, I bet I can darken it up. But regardless, cotton candy waffle cone. Um, you know, oh, that's a little better there. Okay. That, the pink makes it tough to see because that's what the tell the cotton candy is yeah. starts with the traditional ice cream cone that's filled around the rim with fluffy cotton candy your choice of perry's ice cream goes inside the, this cloud of uh sponge. so it's essentially just a waffle cone of ice cream but you got some cotton candy you know covering the waffle cone so yeah i'm I smashing mean, I guess dude. i'll try it i guess i'll try it for sure yeah anything with I, I, sweets bro i just i can't i can't stay away it's bad Ham dinger. How about a ham dinger? Brewers. Uh, this one's at uh, Milwaukee Brewers. Let's see. Uh, pulled pork sandwich. Yes, please. A delicious donut of any stripe with a caked down sugary topping. Oh, so we've got a donut pulled so pork sandwich. So I've had one of these. Here. I've had one of these. It wasn't a. It wasn't a pulled pork sandwich. It's a burger. But they made them. You remember the like? It was a couple, maybe last week or two weeks ago. I told you about the Gateway Grizzlies field in Sauge, yeah. Sauge, Illinois. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And made one of those. And I made the fatal mistake of eating one of them sons of bitches before I played a nine inning baseball game. And <laughs> okay, oh yeah. Lord, have mercy! Oh, <laughs> uh, great, great at the time, and then I baked in oh. the sun and let it just bubble in my oh. tummy. And then it oh just, my gosh, it was bad. Oh, that it sounds awful. But this this looks freaking amazing, dude. You give me some pulled pork. I'm uh, I'm, I'm gonna be yeah mad. donut donut a donut like especially a Krispy Kreme donut because they got Krispy Kremes rampant down there. Yeah, uh, a Krispy Kreme donut burger is. A life-changing experience. Life-changing okay. experience. Okay. I Period. Like I'm all about uh, it. I don't care little, how uh, fucked my hands get at that point. I'm with that. Little toasted grasshoppers. 
couple of toasted grasshoppers. Uh, the catching, preparing, keep and eating that. of grasshoppers dates back to the Aztec Empire. Yeah, Following some pathic of logic, uh, air, blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, this, they actually that. sell these in Seattle, dude. You're in? You can keep that. You can keep Oh, okay. That. I thought no, you said no, you're in. You, you uh, yeah, no that. thanks. I uh, I don't care how good it tastes. No, I, uh, no, I'm no, not no. a big fan of bugs. No, no. I'm, uh, I'm not a big fan of bugs uh, at all. Uh, my mother has a nice story about cicadas she always likes to tell. <laughs> Um, I won't go down that rabbit hole, but yeah, I fucking hate bugs. I'm not going to eat a fucking grasshopper. I'll tell you that. Um, I don't know. I was always kind of in the back of my mind. And just like, as you said, grasshopper, I just like kind of envisioned like a little grasshopper just bouncing. Like, why would I yeah. want to eat that shit? No, no. Like, uh, we'll end I'm it good. on a nice one. Then. <laughs> we'll good. end it on a nice one. I, I, uh, because of, I am allergic to it. I'm going to have to pass it on myself, oh, but I'm certain that you will be smashing this one, dude. Pork rind chippers. Uh, fans of the Baltimore Orioles haven't had much to cheer about over the last, uh, last handful of seasons. Uh, one point of pride for the city, rinds. however, is its local seafood delicacy, uh, Chesapeake Bay, which I have been to. Hard shell blue crabs. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Crab goes on a multitude of concession offerings, including a plate of pork rind chippers. The pork rinds come topped with cheese sauce and Charm City's omnipresent Old Bay seasoning. Old Bay, another locally <laughs> produced Bay. fave, Old and the Bay. self-proclaimed definitive seafood spice. Is likely to be dials on anything a Baltimorean Baltimorean will eat. So why not pork rinds? That sounds fucking awesome, dude. I that uh, sounds spectacular. I, I am a huge fan of pork rinds. I am an even bigger fan of Old Bay, and I am an even bigger, bigger fan of hard shell blue crab. Dude, crab meat is sign good. me up. Oh, sign me up. Yeah. I'm a huge fan, bro. You can still eat your imitation. You can get to your imitation. I might. I might. Uh, fuck. I might take the risk and just eat it anyway. Dude, that sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Risk turning into a fucking pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Oh shit, I dude, I, I love that. I actually made, I actually made that seafood. I I uh, posted on Twitter over the weekend. I did uh, shrimp, scallops, and uh, crab. Yeah. Uh, that was fire. I, it's I still, I'm still munching on it. I, I made a whole big old batch of it. So so damn good. So damn good. Sweet potatoes, a little nice bit of couscous. Fire, 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 fire. Everybody down. Bring extinguisher. Fire, fire. <laughs> what else you got? That's all I got for the old uh, official sidebar, dude. I don't know if you got anything else crazy as far as uh, NFL news. Uh, we won't dive into the uh, speculation and uh, uh, legality of it, but uh, could have a decision one way or another or news as far as Deshaun Watson is concerned. Uh, seems like Friday they're going to have a, uh, they've cool. got a grand jury coming on. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, like I said, we won't speculate on that, but uh, we'll at least uh, have a better idea of if he's going to play next year or ever again. Uh Sometime That'd be really cool. That'd be really cool if uh, we at least knew. Um, I don't know. I just feel like, like at this point, the NFL has just changed so much. He's just—I don't want to say it's changed so much, but it's just like a year. It's just like a year of not playing active NFL football is is just a lot different than sitting around and practicing and whatever. And like he might have stayed active, cool, great, wonderful, but like I don't think he stayed that active. And like I get you. I just don't want to see old Deshaun be expired goods and look like dog shit. Now he comes out and balls out for show, but I don't want him to ruin any like semblance of a career. Like I like him too much. I liked him too much at Clemson too. Like I like him too much as a humming bean. Like as much as that sucks, as like well, everything that's going on. Still, justice served to the fullest extent. Don't yeah. fucking hey, hey, don't fucking come at me, all you crazy sons of bitches. Ah, uh, fucking. I don't see. I probably did it for myself there. Uh, fucking, <laughs> either way, I, I, I mean, hey, I, it is what it is. It is what it is. We'll see what the hell shakes out. Um, outside of that, your boy Rogers staying in Green Bay. Russell Wilson is officially a Denver Bronco. That's fucking Jeez. really weird. Um, they also cut Fred Warner up there in uh, Seattle. That's insane. Bobby Wagner. 
Bobby Wagner. I'm sorry, not Fred Warner. Bobby yeah. Wagner. I apologize. Been with the team since 2012. Wild. Yeah, Wild. I think they both. I think they drafted them both on the same I'm day. Pretty sure they did. I'm pretty yeah. sure they did too. Um, it's big moves for Seattle. I think you toast the whole organization at this point in time. I know you have. To, I mean, if you're cutting Bobby Wagner, I mean. DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett probably ain't going to be uh, too thrilled about uh, hanging around in that situation. Dude. Hanging I out mean, for Drew Locke? Like, hell no. You got to go through a full rebuild, right? I think. I mean, maybe Period. you keep DK around because of how young he is. But if you can get a nice return on him, which I am. I'd let him go. I'd let him walk for sure. I'd go on a full <laughs> fucking rebuild mode. Like, I don't know. They need to get rid of Pete Carroll before they got rid of anything, dude. I, know. I, I don't know, yeah, dude. That, been, uh, it's like you and I like feel. I feel like you and I are like validated because over for a year and a half we've been talking about how something needs to change here. And uh, it, uh, kudos. It was to the Russell wrong Wilson. move. I mean, yeah, kudos for the Seattle Seahawks aspect. Of it was the yeah, wrong move for the Seahawks move, for sure. Because I saw someone tweet like, "Oh, Pete Carroll like gets to do whatever he wants now," and it's like. Whatever Pete Carroll wants to do isn't uh, isn't 2022 NFL football anymore. It isn't 2010. Go ahead. Keep running fucking eye formation. Smash left, right, double twins trap. I don't give a shit. You're going to get stuffed 10 times. Keep running it on first and 10 Uh. and then second and 12 when they stuff your ass. And then run a fucking dump out to the flat on third and 15. Yeah, go ahead, Carroll. It's cool. It's cool. We'll we'll just keep stomping your ass. Like I mean, it just it just. It just I don't think people are talking about this this aspect not, of it enough. They're not. They're not. <laughs> and bro, I'm telling you, it's going to show. It's going to show. Hey, timestamp it right here. 11:29 a.m. March the 9th, 2022. We are the first ones to say that the Seattle Seahawks Seahawks are going to be a dumpster fire this upcoming season. My friends, I will be the first to put my word on it. They were one of four NFC West teams. That did not find themselves in the playoffs. And now they just let a quarterback who's been to a fucking Super Bowl walk. That has a lot of miles left, dude. I've told you, dude. It, it reminded me case. of the situation up until the trade now. It reminded me of the situation where the Packers missed the playoffs a couple years and Rodgers has a couple yep. down years for him. And then instead of moving on from him, they switch around their coaching staff and they they go to a modern offense. And, hey, look at this. Three straight, uh, regardless of what, if you want to laugh at me because they haven't won the Super Bowl, is fine. They've won 13 uh, games in three straight seasons. So that's kind of my point. It's, Better than uh, finishing last in the damn division, dude. I don't know. Hey, piss uh, off, pal. I don't care about it. I don't I care didn't mean about for the Bears. I'm talking about the Seahawks case. I don't case. care about I'm it. I'm talking about the Seahawks case. Sorry, even, pal. I wasn't even trying to be a jab oh, at you, dude. Oh, sure. Swear. I swear. Sure. Hey, hey, you're, hey you're I would rather be, I would rather be in blissful ignorance blissful ignorance than showing up to this show looking like somebody shot my puppy dog the day yeah. prior. I would much rather live in that like fucking that. denial. You've never looked like that. You've never looked like that, huh? Not about my bears. <laughs> <laughs> as far as the Broncos, dude, obviously that that's a huge move for them. I mean, we were talking about uh, why Rodgers might not want to go to the old uh, Broncos, and uh, I think it was a huge move for Russell Wilson to get out of that situation. But uh, now you've got uh, – a gauntlet of an AFC West, man. And uh, I think the Broncos are going to be really damn good. I don't know yeah, uh, what their ceiling is, though, for sure. Because, I mean, they obviously, I mean, you got Von Miller. You got Von Miller saying uh, maybe it's time to go back. He, uh, I don't know if it was Instagram story or what, but he posted a picture of him and Russ shaking hands and it said, now what, or something like that. I mean, if he ain't coming back, I don't know why the hell he's doing all yeah, this. He's still I got think some, he'll go He's still back. got some left in the tank, but. I guess what I'm saying is that defense still needs a little bit to do to put themselves over the edge, is kind of what I'm saying here. 
I think so too. And I mean, I don't know. You you look at that tweet I uh, that guy we put out from the TTL page yesterday, the the CBS one. Um, it was like current AFC West quarterbacks: Justin yeah. Herbert, uh, Patrick Mahomes, now Russell Wilson, and Derek Carr. And I was just like, which one of these is not like the other? But <laughs> I don't want to slam the man. I mean, you know, hey, Derek Carr, he's all good. He he puts the he puts the old boys on his back when he needs to. Maybe maybe the Raiders are will surprise some people this season. Who knows? Who knows? So the AFC West could be crazy, but the NFL never stops. It never sleeps is the key point here. It's always going to be king. They're always making moves, and the headlines hey. overshadow any headline that any other sport could possibly do. Fuck, it's March Madness, and motherfuckers don't give a shit. Please, seriously, dude. I saw last thing, and then we can move on if you want to. I saw uh, rumblings of Trubisky to uh, continue to team up with old uh, DeBull over in New York, man. Uh, kind of compete with Danny huh. Times for the old starting. Yeah. Huh. huh. Huh? I don't know. If, I think uh, he's a better quarterback than Danny Dimes. I think that might be a good competition. I don't know because they, they just that was uh, DeBole had him looking nice. I think the small sample size, whether it's preseason or garbage time for the. I Bills. think the offense I, was just bad for kissing titties, man. I really think it was. In Chicago? I, yes, I think yeah. he is. He's he's top notch, dude. I, I, if you look me in the eyes and ask me, and I've said this for a while, do I think he's a good quarterback? No, but I do think he has a skill set that you can, if you craft an offense perfectly and you have strengths Bang. elsewhere on your team, Bang. I think you could set it up Bang. for uh, some type of success there. Like I said, I don't think he's a good quarterback, but I do think he has some good attributes that you can play to. Definitely. Most definitely, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to draft him or trade for him by no, any means. But, but yeah, I think you could definitely, if you know how to build an offense around a quarterback, yeah, the man can get it done instead yeah. of trying to fit a square peg into a round hole it just ain't gonna right. work my friend so right there you go there you have it uh nfl updates the mlb remains locked out who the hell knows we're getting more games canceled we'll see what the hell happens the nba starting to see the old playoffs on the horizon uh play-in tournaments will be happening here uh coming weeks nhl starting to see the playoffs uh on their own right uh college basketball we are full swing of march madness now well, not March Madness officially, but conference tournament time. It is absolutely bananas. The shit has been hitting the fan. It has been wild. We've been tweeting it out from the TTL page, from both of our pages. We hope you're following along. Follow him at RMAXTTL Sports. Follow me at ColdTTL Sports. Follow the Talking the Line at Talking the Line. You see it all there. Um, we've just been going uh, just absolutely wild on uh, conference tournament games so far. So we'll keep pumping out content on all of that end. Uh, we'll have some updates tomorrow. Yeah, because we already took too long. Tomorrow for uh, next week and what to expect mm. next week and some updates. Who knows? Who's safe? Know. Who's no? What the hell's going on? I have no idea. But uh, tomorrow you will see me, though, uh, on Jeff Dawson's show, 1 p.m. Central Time, the Midday Market Report. You'll see Riley on there on Friday, the Breakfast Bank Roll, 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. A little bit of a switch up on you this week. Uh, speaking of additional content, Wise Words Season 3, Episode number 2 drops right here on YouTube at 12 p.m. Central. Uh, make sure you hit that notification bell so you don't miss the drop of that. And then uh, it is out on all major podcast directories following the release there. So uh, if you didn't see it, the legendary Cam Rogers, Volume 2. Uh, he tweeted at us, let the cat out of the bag a little earlier than we like. But hey, shout out, Cam. We appreciate the hell out of you. Uh, volume 2 was absolutely electric. If you guys are looking to make bets on the players, definitely stop by. If you're looking to make golf bets going forward, definitely stop by. Or you just want to become a wiser humming bean, please stop by. Uh, you can once again find it on our YouTube and all major podcast directories or just by going to talkingtheline.com slash wise-words-podcast. 
Uh, Cup of Joe on campus podcast. No, uh, no show this upcoming Saturday. Mags is the best man in a uh, Saturday, so we're giving him the uh, Saturday off. We're going to take that off there, and uh, we might talk. Probably won't know any lines or actually anything for Saturday, so um, probably just stay tuned. Yeah. Whatever, we'll put bets out. We'll do whatever we do. I mean, you'll see plenty of content from us on Saturday, but no Cup of Joe on campus on Saturday is what it's looking like. We'll officially confirm that, tell you for sure on Friday's show uh, before we send you into the weekend. Our Mag's golf blog dropped late last night. Uh, it is live in prime time. He'll be dropping it. Uh, we'll retweet it from the TTL page uh, here sometime this afternoon. Make sure you keep your eyes peeled for that. I'm thinking also the college basketball blog is kind of ixlate for the time being. Um, just not enough of a slate, and then it's really starting to kick off by the time we get. And by the time I yeah, get yeah. it done, it's two well, o'clock. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, these days especially, it's, man, it's already rock and rolling. There's already we'll games talk, going on. Yeah. Exactly. We'll talk about it enough on the show. We'll do all that shit. So no more college basketball blog. I'm going to find a new one, but the uh, new little topic or something to cover. Who knows? We'll see. But uh, the weekly every Saturday UFC blog will continue to uh, be pumped out. What do you got? Oh, I was just looking at a little score update. The old Syracuse Orange up 32-20 to 20 on the Florida State Seminoles. First mm-hmm. half, uh, yeah, I'm uh, excited to get uh, at least one of those two teams out of our faces for the rest of, uh, like rest that. of time. I like yeah. what you're saying, for sure. Usually for don't sure. like that, uh, you know, usually don't like to kick people when they're down or teams when they're down, but uh, those Bad. two teams, one of them Bad. deserves to get the hell out of here, yeah. Bad. Uh, okay. Uh, Anything else? Yo, Sacramento State, uh, what is that, Hornets, I believe, correct? Hornets. Yes, sir. Uh, 35-26 second half over uh, the old Idaho Vandals. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, we missed a comment, dude, as far as our hot dog to- or our food talks over oh, here. Oh, damn uh, it, dude. That's my bad. I'm sorry, Phil. Fuck. Uh, let's see, Big Smoky, Big Hot Dog with your favorite toppings. Ooh, a Big Red Smokies. Hey, shout out Phil. Hey, we'll put, we'll put him on there. Our man Phil, in case he is in the... I, I saw, dude, we had a shitload of people in, in the chat earlier. They must have had to go to lunch or some shit. We had a bunch of people ah. in the chat earlier. So, uh, gosh, hey, Mags, watch the chat on the live show. I, <laughs> Fucking, yeah, that's my bad. I need to switch something you, up. I you gotta look, craft look, it to over, I got, look over here. No, look over no, here. Stop I'm looking t- over there. Why. No, I know. I... I like I have my I have two different windows, one with notes, one with the our screen, and no. I I have the notes covering everything except for the screen. So oh. I gotta I gotta figure out how to switch that up. I see. Or maybe just take down your notes after we're done with bets. Yeah, that too. Especially in this scenario, that would have hundred percent worked. I didn't uh, didn't need it at all. <laughs> I'm so, trying to move yeah. us around and do tickers and do all. I just need the damn messages. That's all right. We appreciate you, Phil. Thanks for hopping in. Yeah, I uh, I've never been to. Uh, Cincinnati? I've never been there. Yeah, I've never been that. But you ever been to that ballpark? No, I haven't. They do a lot of stadiums, but not that one. No. Hmm. A big Reds Smokies, big old hot dog with your favorite toppings. Hot damn! Shout out, Phil. We appreciate the hell yeah. out of you, man. Yeah, uh, these Midwest parks with the, these Midwest parks know what to do with their damn hot dogs. Oh, do they ever, big boy? Do they ever? Yeah, I had shit. I had three types of different sausages or dogs or whatever. Last time I was at Guaranteed Rate. Yeah, Polish. A, a regular old brat, okay, and then we uh, well, I had a double. Well, I had a double Chicago dog. I got two of them, so I say four, three types, but okay. four technically. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. just sucking oh, them stop, down. Dude. I love ah, it. Glizzy Gladiator. Bitch, <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh Lord, have mercy. All right. 
That's it. That's all I got. Just roast up a bunch of hot dogs, dude. 100%. 100%. Speaking of going places, uh, make sure you guys go to talkingtheline.com. Check out all of the tabs on there, all of our best bets, all of our partners, everything in between. Uh, Speaking of partners, appreciate you as always, pal, for sitting to my left. Your guys is right over there. Appreciate you and your analysis, everything in between. Unless you got anything, uh, let's wrap it up with some motivation minutes. Get on up, get on out, huh? Yeah, let's do it, dude. Okie dokie, artichokey. Well, without further ado, then, it's time for my Motivation Minutes. All right, my friends. Uh, if you read the uh, read the description here today, I just wanted to do a little bit of conversating, perspective sharing on responsive mode and living your life in responsive mode. And and really, what does that mean? And, and I guess I kind of wanted to give you give you kind of a, a mental image, a picture of, of how you can kind of view this life. And it's so funny because so many people view it in the first way that I'm going to tell you. And unfortunately, it couldn't be any more inaccurate, any more wrong. And if you view it like this, I'm sorry. But hey, that's why we do these motivation minutes. We're all becoming better human beings at the same time. And I need to hear this at some points too. So number one, life is not a blank page. Life is simply not a blank page. Life is not a page that you have to hop on and start writing lines as fast as you possibly can and filling up page after page and flipping it over and filling that side up and getting the next one. Life is not a blank page, my friends, and now you you know why I mean so many people live this life as, oh, it's just a blank page, blank slate. I would argue au contraire. I think it's a little bit more meaningful than that. I think it's a little bit more important to realize that Life is already a set path. Life is already on the road to your destination. You are already on a path that nobody else is on. You just need to take time to slow down and observe the scenery. And I suppose I wanted to give a little perspective on observing the, the scenery, right? And, and that's, that's in any situation you find your life in, your job, your personal relationships, your hour-to-hour, minute-to-minute, moment-to-moment life, whatever that may be. And that's the difference between living in responsive mode and reaction mode. And there's a very distinct difference in those, right? And reaction mode is those knee jerks that off, fly off the handle, something happens, bang, we go, no thought whatsoever and that only leads to problems. It only leads to issues. You never really get to where you want to be. It only adds more anxiety and bullshit to your plate. And then there's the old responsive mode. And that's more thoughtful. That's more something happens. You take time to step back and view it from a 5D lens, from a 20,000-foot view, for lack of a better term. That responsive mode, that walking down the path and instead of trying to plant flowers, maybe maybe you should plant flowers. Maybe that's the wrong, wrong uh, analogy here. Walking down that path instead of trying to paint the scene, just observe it. Instead of trying to, yeah, maybe, in this situation, it's right. Yeah, water your seeds, flower, grow. I talk about all that shit all the time. But in this situation, it is right. Instead of trying to plant your own damn flowers and say, this is my path. This this is mine. Everybody see it? This is my flower. My path. I did this. Why don't you just live it? And maybe if that flower pops up, damn, bam, awesome. That's sick. That, wow. How can I respond to that to make that the most 
to use that to the most of my advantage to where it makes the next thing that I observe on my path even that much better? What can I utilize for that? So it's very, 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 very easy to get caught in that that reactionary stage, that fly off the handle, that you know, I something happens and, and you just instantaneously, you, your mind goes right to it and that's what you do. Well, I'm here to tell you, you're not responsible for your first thought, but you are responsible for your first action. And living life in responsive mode is finding the value in that previous statement, is realizing that you can react, it's okay to be a human being, it's okay to have thoughts, it's okay to have shit happen, but it's also okay to take the time to think about it, to be thoughtful, to respond in the correct way, to make your actions speak louder than your thoughts and your words, right? That's what we always try to do at the end of the day. So I suppose as well, um, this responsive mode though, life not being a blank page, you don't have to fill it up, walk your path, let it, let it come to you, respond to it. There's also a quote that sticks out to me, and, and it's and it's from the U.S. Marine Corps, and it, it's the 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 five P's: perfect planning prevents piss poor performance. The six P's actually: perfect planning prevents piss poor performance. And you want to respond to life, you want to observe it, you want to just let the scenery come to you, but you have to plan. You have to you have to put things in place to get you to where you want to be. I read uh, not too long ago that the legendary Bill Raftery, um, hey, shout out, talking about college basketball this time of the year, does hours and hours and hours of meetings and film watching and research and players and coaches and ADs and programs, pouring over everything. And a man's 80 years old, 80 plus years old, pouring over all the shit and 90% of what he does never even makes it to the broadcast. But he is one of the most responsive, electric, onions, human beings you will ever see. So maybe start trying to live like Bill Raftery. Maybe prepare the best that you possibly can, not worrying about, fuck, I might not use 90% of this shit. But when you get to the opportunity, when you get to that moment, pulling out that 10% that you actually needed to use and making that moment right there the best possible that it can be so choose to live your life in responsive mode my friends this life is not a blank page but a path that is already there you just need to take time to observe the scenery and that does it for my motivation minutes of the day solid stuff my man love it love it love it a great way uh good midweek stuff there dude i absolutely love it appreciate it dude there you go there you have it Okay, uh, 46 minutes after the top of the hour, we might as well get on up and get on out of here. So without further ado, my friends, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide for myself and Max. We can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by episode number 240 of the Talking the Line podcast. And every episode you decide to, and every bit of our content that you decide to as well. For all your likes, your views, your shares, your subscriptions, your retweets, your comments, shout out Philly in there today, our man Dunaway. 
We appreciate all you guys so much. It is because of you guys that we keep getting to show up every single day, chase our dreams, chase our passion, provide content to you, provide our knowledge and insights, and keep cash and damn tickets at the end of the day. We appreciate the hell out of you guys, seriously, for spending the time and the energy with us. It is more than we could ever ask, and we will only continue to bust our asses even harder. We will not show it with our words. Well, maybe, because that's kind of what we do. But with our actions, my friends, we appreciate the hell out of each and every one of you. Last but certainly not least, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Wednesday, unless you have any other plans. And as per usual, make sure you get all of today's best bets of the day hammered in from the TTL crew so you can say right alongside me and my partner at the end of every single piece of content we do. Let's cash some tickets. It's what the kids want.